from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. FYI, yeah. it stinks in here. <laughs> oh my God, it's so gross. It smells so bad. So this is the follow-up. This is the finale to uh, the Ronza Mocha Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. And if you were following along, Mori and Mocha bet on four things. And because the Super Bowl is all about food, the loser would eat blank. And yeah. what we did was we found the most disgusting food combos uh, that could ever be thought up or that have ever so actually gross. been eaten. And four bets. We have four winners here. Okay? So bet number one was would Demi Lovato sing the anthem in under or over two minutes? Uh, more, you said over and you lost. She was so close, though. She was so close. Yeah, so, like by three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Maury, first up is chocolate syrup, spaghetti, and sauerkraut. Oh. <laughs> It looks great, though. Oh, yeah. So, Maury, in front of you right now, you have chocolate syrup, spaghetti, and sauerkraut. And you have to, okay? It's got to be a mouthful. Yeah, it has to be. Can I get a little bit? No, no, no. You have to do like a full twisty, spoony sort of thing, okay? Right there in the middle. Okay, Maury is digging around. Get it all in there. <laughs> and by the way, by the by the way, I didn't uh, I didn't heat the uh, the spaghetti. You didn't heat the spaghetti. No, no. it's called spaghetti. That's <laughs> that was so part gross. of the bag. It's called spaghetti. Okay, go for it more. <laughs> okay. <coughs> oh my god! Oh, that is a huge. <laughs> <laughs> How does it taste? Oh. Well. Oh, it's so cold and crowdy. How does it taste? No, 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 no. You can't spit it out. You can't spit it out. It's not going down. No spitting out. Oh, God, that's nasty. I thought this would be good. You thought that would be good? Chocolate and sauerkraut? Because of the chocolate. Oh, man. Sauerkraut cancels out the chocolate. Oh, so gross. Okay. 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 Next on the list was uh, who will win the coin toss, the 49ers or the Chiefs? Now, Mocha, you said the Chiefs. Maury, you said the 49ers. Of course, the 49ers did win, which means, Mocha, uh, you now have to eat a hot dog topped with toothpaste and cottage cheese. So in front of Maury, you have the hot dog there. Maury's going to dress your hot dog for you if that's okay. Uh, if that's okay. So I have my toothpaste. Yeah. yeah. Yo, somebody yeah. say you could die from eating Maury, toothpaste. Maury, the bun broke. The bun. <laughs> Here we go. What kind of cheap-ass buns did you buy? They were on sale. Okay, oh. so there's Maury Can you now. die from eating toothpaste? No, you can't die. Are you sure? Come on. No, yeah. how yeah. could you die from eating toothpaste? They couldn't take that kind of risk. I mean, you put it in your mouth. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't be like, that's 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 really excessive to Maury, say that you bro, could die from like, eating toothpaste. Honestly, you're ruining the hot dog. There yeah. we go. Okay. Okay, so what's happening now there? So Maury's opening the cottage cheese. Oh, and it's like a green toothpaste too right on the hot dog. Hold on, you got mint toothpaste? Yeah. 
Why didn't you just get regular? This is the this is the cheapest one I can find. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, pause for a second. What's wrong with mint toothpaste? What's what's regular toothpaste? Mint. Mint is regular toothpaste. Is it really? Yeah. There's no non-taste toothpaste. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, and there's Akashi. Not too, too much more. Not too much. Not too much. Okay, okay. Here we go. Okay. 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 Oh, that looks so gross. Do you want me to walk it over okay. to you? Yes, yes, please. Yeah, walk it over to Moko. Oh, okay, so God. again, this was uh, who will win the coin toss, the 49ers or the Chiefs? Uh, Mocha said oh. the uh, Chiefs, Morty said the 49ers, so now it is a hot dog with toothpaste <laughs> and cottage cheese. This is so gross. You know what? Yeah. All I smell yeah. is toothpaste. Can you hold it up and so people at home can see this without getting it everywhere? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so gross, right? Okay, take a big old bite. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Chew. Oh, God. How is it? It's so minty. By the way, I didn't heat the hot dog either. <laughs> I know. I'm cold. <laughs> oh, oh. What's the worst part? I need to know. All of it. All of it. Oh, it's so bad. Oh. Is there one flavor that is like the most overpowering? Yeah, toothpaste. Toothpaste. Oh, but I don't even taste cottage cheese. You don't even taste the cottage no, cheese? I taste toothpaste. Yeah. And I taste beef. <laughs> <laughs> no joke? Yeah. It's probably the grossest thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I can't even open my eyes. No. I think I'm going to throw up. No, you're not. You're good. You got this. I can see your cheek puffed out, though, a little bit. There's still some in there. Oh, my God. This is so bad, guys. <laughs> oh, I really do feel like the biggest loser right now. <laughs> oh. Should we take a break and then come back and finish off the next two, or do you want to roll right through? Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> we will be right back. It's the Roz and Mocha Show Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I think I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Okay. No, you'd come on now. I don't feel no. good. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you're just joining us, uh, it is the uh, Roz and Mocha Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. Um, Earlier, Mocha just had to eat a hot dog topped with toothpaste and cottage cheese. That was for losing the coin toss. Yeah. Uh, now we're back, and the question was, will Shakira and J-Lo both sing in Spanish? Maury, you said no. Mocha, you, like, rightfully said yes. Of course. Uh, Maury, what you have to eat now is vanilla ice cream and canned clam chowder. <laughs> both separately. Uh, fantastic. No, it's all in one dish. Okay, vanilla ice cream oh, no. and canned clam chowder. So so get that over there more. Oh, God. Now, with a spoon, please. With a spoon. What, what, what do you smell more? The vanilla ice clam. cream? The clam? Clam. Oh, that's no. not a good sign. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Okay. Right. So, Go for it. Okay. So, Maury. Uh, any, and it's cold. Anytime you're ready, big spoonful, okay? And you got to get everything in there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what? Right from the beginning, I could have told you. You got to eat it. You can't. Oh, no. No, Maury, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, You got to fight it, man. You got this. Okay. On the count of three. On the One, count of three. Big two, swallow. Three. Big swallow. That is gross. Okay. You know what? Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, another spoonful because <laughs> I bet's a bet, bro. 
Is it possible to eat something that actually tastes like barf? No! That's a bad. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not going to put the regurgitated food back in my mouth. Well, well they should have spit in another bowl then. <laughs> oh, that was so Your aim is not Mocha's so problem. Yeah. That was so bad. Well, a bet's a bet. A bet's a bet. Hey, do you know what cat food tastes like? No. This. Okay. Weirdo. <laughs> Wait, am I actually doing it again? Yes, a bet's a bet. Yeah, you have to, you have to, it's got to go down. Oh my action. God. It's about the part that's hanging off his mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ew. Oh, it just. Uh, <laughs> it just dripped. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. It's good, okay. right? <laughs> it's delicious, right? <laughs> the ice cream you and the clams it? are not friends. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, swallow. Oh. Let's just quickly move on to the next. We'll get that out of the way, Maury. Yeah. Uh, and the final bet was who would win the game? Uh, Maury, you said the 49ers. Mocha, you said the Chiefs with the yeah. clutch comeback. Oh, boy. It was like 2.44 left in the game. Oh, it was amazing. Okay. And at stake for this one was uh, anchovies and bubblegum. Now, Maury, if you look in front of you, there is a long anchovy Ooh. wrapped in um, like tape bubblegum. I will say the presentation is beautiful. <laughs> and this is the one I worried about because this is the one that you really can't swallow. No. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to swallow the gum, so you're just going to be continually chewing uh, anchovy in your mouth mixed in with the gum. So how do you know when you're done? Yeah, well, you're going to decide on that more, yeah. but it's we should say no no, no, no we'll, less than one minute. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll decide on that. <laughs> no, the only thing you are swallowing for real, though, yeah. is the, the saliva that's going to build up in your mouth. Oh. oh, God. So, Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, anytime you're ready. The whole thing. Okay, so the whole anchovy and bubble gum just went in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. It's just like a salt chew. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on, you like it? No, because now the anchovy has sort of said hello through the gum. <laughs> Both sides of the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pain it's settling not, into his face. Oh, it's awfully dry and I it's know. like really salty and yeah. mushy and well, sticky. You still got 30 seconds to go. Yeah, your mouth is watering too. Because huh? I am timing it right yeah, now. Good for you. Where'd the gum go? Why? What do you have left? It's just... It's just anchovy. It's just... <laughs> Keep chewing. When he has 10 seconds left, I'm going to see if he can blow a bubble. 10 seconds now. <laughs> blow a bubble. Can you blow a bubble? No, wait. No, no. Like, do you know how to actually blow a bubble? Mm -hmm. Okay. Ew! <laughs> Ew! No. Ew! No is the answer. Oh, it's so gross! A little bit of anchovy or, or gum or both just slipped out of the boy's mouth. No, something just slipped down the back of my throat. <laughs> oh, 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 it is so salty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been a minute? No. No, not yet. <laughs> so that is it. That was the Rosamoka Show Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. Yeah, chewed up gum on its own <laughs> looks gross, but chewed up gum with anchovy is probably oh, the worst. The worst. Oh. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
We've got a big anniversary to celebrate today, Ross. What is it today? Uh, it was 22 years ago that the soundtrack to the right. Titanic hit yeah. number one and ended up spending 16 weeks yeah, at the top. And Johnny Depp's School of Acting, and as we were discussing earlier, it's not necessarily even just the Johnny Depp School of Acting. It's the Johnny Depp slash uh, Robert Downey Jr. School of Acting, uh, which is when actors are sort of like too famous or I don't want to say lazy, but lazy uh, to memorize their lines, they wear an earpiece in their ear and then somebody offset feeds them their lines and they just stand there and say them. So are we going to have to change the name of this now? <laughs> no. It'll still be the OG Johnny Depp School of Acting, but we need to know, uh, you need to know that we're not making any of this up. As yeah. we learned this morning, Robert Downey Jr. talking to Joe Rogan admitted to doing this exact thing. Right? So it's a special uh, JDRDJ <laughs> School of Acting? Yes. Uh, and today, because of the anniversary for the John Depp School of Acting, we're going to do uh, a scene from Titanic, a very famous scene from uh, Titanic. Sorry, LDC! Yeah, so <laughs> how... How the Johnny Depp School of Acting works is, Mocha, you have a script. Uh -huh. I have a script. Maury, you will have the earpiece in your ear. I will feed you your lines. And it's very difficult to do, but we will uh, try and get through this. So on the anniversary of the Titanic soundtrack, Johnny Depp School of Acting, um, Maury and Mocha, yeah. act one, scene one. Wait, who am I? You are going to be Rose. Uh -huh. Paint me like how you paint all your French gals. Yeah, and uh, Mocha, uh, Maury, you're going to be Jack. Okay? Of course I am. All right, so John, <laughs> John Depp School of Acting, Titanic Edition, and action. I love you, Jack. No, don't you say your goodbyes, boast. Don't you give up. Don't do it. I'm so cold. You're going to get out of this. You're only going to come out of this. You're going to dig up babies. You're going to watch them grow, and they're going to die. You're going to die. You're an old lady. Not dig, you old lady. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So first you're going to dig up babies, yeah. and then you're going to die, yeah. and then they're going to die? Yeah. And then what? And, yeah, and then know. he's going to dig up old ladies. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people buried. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Uh, we'll pick it up from when I say uh, I'm so cold. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Action! I'm so cold. You're going to get out of this. You're going to regret this. You're going to watch them grow. You watch them die. You're going to lady. You old lady. You moron. You're dead. Not here. Not this right now. Do you understand me? I can't feel my body. Rose, listen to me. Listen, breathe. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. I bought you. You are gentle. You are pus. <laughs> I promise you will survive. You will never give cluck. I will never never let go of that pompous. I promise. Never let go. <laughs> oh, man. That was flawless. Flawless, right? Flawless. Happy anniversary to the soundtrack to the Titanic. Roz and Mocha on Kiss. I was going over this poll where they asked people how long they'd like to live, provided that they could stay in good health. At some point, like, organs aren't designed to go on forever. No. Good health doesn't mean you can see. You know what I mean? You'd be a cabbage. Yeah. People would just be, like, picking you up and bringing you places. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to live forever. You'd be so small. Oh my God, look at where you guys are starting. Shut up. At, you know, at 100 years old, I'll okay, still be 5'10". Listen. I'm going to walk around both of you in those little carriers like Baby Yoda that just floats beside me <laughs> in another 80 years. We're calling us the child? Yes. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Can I do a riddle? 
Yeah. I found this, and it took me forever to figure it out. Okay. And it's simple, but it took me forever. I'm simple. No, you're quite smart, actually. What English word has three consecutive double letters? So it means the same letter. Oh, Jesus. We got to explain consecutive <laughs> to you? No, but it's like, oh, like, like A-A-A-A-A, like three times doubled. Three consecutive double letters. Okay. I'm not saying six of the same letter in a row. It could be any two, three yeah. times. Okay. I got you, fam. Like, it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say it again. What? Boob. <laughs> Moo. Okay, okay. So, what English word uh-huh. has three consecutive double letters? Consecutive what English word has three letters. consecutive double letters? What English word? That's a very important part of this puzzle. What English word has three consecutive double letters? Would yes. it be easier if we said what French word? No, no. because it's not that. It's <laughs> no, specifically. That would be no. <laughs> okay. What? Come on, be serious. What English, English word, word has three, three consecutive, consecutive double, double letters? letters? What English word has three consecutive double? Name a couple of words, Maury, that have double letters. Not hockey. What's that? Not hockey. I'm writing down ones that I know don't. Newt hockey would. (laughs) (laughs) Newt hooky. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's name some that we know, right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. (laughs) You can start that way. Sure. Okay. Um, Start naming some, man. Not bus. um, Bus! Not (laughs) booze. (laughs) Bus. Bus. Okay. Oh my God, this is tough. Coffee. Okay. okay. Coffee has two two. Okay. Spell coffee. C o o f e e. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Spell coffee. C o o f e. Nope. C o o. Cafe. Okay. Again. Remind me later. Also, I got to tell you this great story about Maury spelling that uh, somebody Instagram. Somebody sent me on DM. Oh, I'll no. do yeah, I'll do that. Don't let me forget because it's gorgeous. It's such a good story. Okay. Okay. Can okay. we just agree Again. on coffee, whether or not it, it, I'm spelling it right or not? It, it, spell coffee. Okay, C-O-O. Coo? Oh, so is it only one O? Oh, yeah. then this doesn't work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Maury, okay. okay. What English word, if you're just joining us, this is the riddle. What English word has three consecutive double letters? What English word has three consecutive double letters? And Maury, it is not koofy. And, <laughs> and it's not telephone. Telephone. Well, there's two E's, but they're not beside each other. Okay. Okay. What English word has three consecutive double letters? People are going mad right now. Somebody just texted a 925 triple five and said, Maury is a disaster. <laughs> Here, I'm going to show you my computer. Yeah. Tell me, because people are, yes, are commenting, yes, are texting. Yes, yes, yes. yes are these yes. the answers? Any of them? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. So if you're texting at 925-555, you uh, may have the answer. Apple. Apple? Has two. No, I'm just trying to get somewhere with this. Oh, my God. We're going to be here all day if you just keep rhyming off words that have two consecutive. No, but I want to at least get something. So right. Apple has two. Okay. Now we have... No, what English word has three... Oh my God! It's a it's a trick. Um, it's a trick. <laughs> no, nope, you're, it's you're a gonna, no, you're gonna say something like 
clock, and here's why. No, no I'm not. <laughs> no. Yes, no, clock. I'm not. It's clock. Here's not why. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to. It be is. It is decidedly it. not clock, and okay. I believe there's probably more than one. But the uh, one that I came up with, and I checked, it was, it was in the answer. It was in fact the answer. Okay. How about uh, yes? You give Maury the answer. Yes, and then without your pen and paper, okay, spell it. For okay, us. yes, Maury. Okay, good one, Mocha. <laughs> Yeah, I got really you. appreciate you a lot, man. <laughs> don't think I don't. On days when I don't look like I appreciate you, just know it's moments like this where I appreciate you. Thanks, bro. Okay, uh, Maury, spell bookkeeper. B-O-O-K-E-E-P-E-R. Hold on. He <laughs> <laughs> picked up the pen. He picked up the pen. <laughs> Three consecutive. That's only, there's two O's and two E's. Okay. That's not three. That's not three consecutive double words, letters. Are there two K's, perhaps? Well, only if you spell it like with two K's. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, you said you had a story to tell about Instagram and damn it, Maury. Yeah, so Maury, come back in here, my love. So I get this message in DM. She writes me and says, uh, I have a pretty good Damn It Maury story. It, it involves Barry's boot camp, that's the gym he goes to, and his inability to spell almost anything. <laughs> okay. And then she writes this. This was a couple of months ago. I was waiting uh, for the class to begin and saw Maury wandering around aimlessly with his phone in his hand. I kind of laughed to myself because I just thought, quote, this must be the look on his face every time Raj shuts him down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he finally decided to sit beside me and I could tell that he was struggling to caption a fresh new IG post. Oh, no. <laughs> Without hesitation, he turned to me and said, can I get your help with something? And then she said, sure, what do you need? And then Maury said, can you tell me how to spell Sunday? Not the day after Saturday or Sundays, like the ice cream food. <laughs> <laughs> but she says, trying so hard not to laugh because I thought he was trolling me. And then Maury shows me his phone and the spelling of it was so off, I couldn't even figure out what he was trying to write. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, I said. And then she spells it out. And then Maury said, thank you. Some words are just hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will give you this. Sunday is nice. Sunday is one of those difficult ones that is messing with your head because it really shouldn't be spelled the way that it is spelled. What, S-U-N-D-A-E? <sighs> oh, shoot. Sorry, dog. <sighs> did I ruin it? I ruined it. I apologize. <sighs> what did you say? S-U-N-D-A-A? Yep. Yep. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Enhance your economy class experience with the extra benefits and services of Option Plus. Yeah, you can book Option Plus up to 24 hours before your departure with Air Transit. Those benefits uh, with Option Plus, you get an extra piece of baggage, nice. priority check-in, add a designated counter, priority boarding, even in economy and priority baggage handling. Complimentary seat selection plus onboard perks. You can learn more about Option Plus at airtransat.com. they got a big sale happening right now and it ends at the end of March. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A teenager in Norfolk County, which is about two hours outside of Toronto, tried to buy a fake ID online. When that (laughs) fake ID 
that he tried to buy online didn't mm-hmm. show up, the only thing that this kid thought would be a great idea is to call the police to report the fact that his fake ID did not show That's up. That's what you do. That's what you do. So a police officer <laughs> in Norfolk <laughs> County then <laughs> tweeted out this video. Hi, good evening, everybody. Constable Ed Sanchez with the Norfolk County OVP. Just wanted to bring you some information with regards to an ongoing investigation after a team contacted police to report that they attempted to purchase fake identification online. However, that identification never arrived. <laughs> uh, we know teenagers that want to be older so they can drive. Uh-huh. When they turn 19, they get into bars, purchase alcohol, uh-huh. or they turn 21 in, or, in order to go to the States. However, we want to put a reminder out for parents and caregivers to sit down and talk to their teens to let them know the ramifications of doing such a thing. Uh, what I can tell you is on Tuesday, January 21st, at around 11.35 in the morning, the Ontario Ontario Police Norfolk County Attachment received a report of a fraud from a teenager here in Norfolk County. Uh, investigation determined that the teenager was online, observed an individual selling fake identification, <laughs> and forwarded an undisclosed amount of money in order to get that identification. Uh. Unfortunately, that identification never arrived. Uh, the negative to this is that this teenager provided all their personal and <laughs> identifying information. Now, that individual needs to be aware of potential identity theft issues down the road. Jeez, you think? <laughs> Gave it all up for a fake ID. What? People are idiots, <laughs> man. Absolute morons. Like, like just... Don't believe anything you see online. No. Especially when it comes to, hey, send me this money and I'm going to give you X. No. Uh, no. Especially when you know it's already shady, right? Yeah. Like, if you're online... There Doing is, shady business. There's no... Nobody selling fake IDs online should be trusted, right? Yeah. Like, you, that is 100% at your own risk, you moron. So desperate, too. So desperate. <laughs> but, like, what do you need it for? What do you need it for? What are you missing out on when you're 16? The only thing I could think of, because when I was 16, the only thing I wanted to do was drink. But it was right. still easy to get. Sorry, I shouldn't say it was easy. For me, it was easy to get alcohol. Yeah, but is it drinking or is it going to a club? Because when you're 16, it's much easier to drink than it is to go to a club. Like, if it's just drinking, you can drink. Sure. You know what I mean? It's easier. It was probably to get into places then. Get into places? What, like a nightclub? Who wants to go to one of those? Let me tell you something, kid. Okay, Okay, Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's Rosamoka. How are you? Oh my god! I thought it was my sister. Holy! (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Pretty. Pretty. Yes. Wanted to catch you before you went to the gym because you texted saying that it's your birthday and you're on your way to the gym. Yes, it's my thirty fifth birthday. Hey, what are you doing for your birthday weekend, girl? I am partying it up. I'm going to get lit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Are you really? Of course. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm I'm good and partying till tonight till Sunday. So oh, okay. So what what's the plan tonight? Tonight I'm heading out uh, to dinner with my family. Yeah. And then tomorrow I am heading out. Well, my, I have my I have a house party tomorrow. So and uh, yeah, and then that's it. And then Sunday I'm 
I'm hiding out downtown. Oh, okay. Wow. Jeez. Well, there you go. Well, we just wanted to say hi. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, my God. I can't believe you guys actually called. Is it really you guys? It's not my sister, is it? Like, <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> No, it's really us. Oh, my God. Uh, you're the best. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, between Thank Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I knew you guys were going to ask this. Holy Um, I got to say... You know what? I love you guys equally. Yeah, right. <laughs> but both my favorite. But I would. I, w- I want to say Mocha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why you gotta whisper it? Those Don't ones, be embarrassed. Those ones feel so dirty. I huh? know, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pretty happy birthday! Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Great, thank you. Thank you for calling, guys. You got it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was at a uh, a bar for a benefit last night. Yeah. Oh, look um, at you. Yeah. Um, EZ Canada was a part of this huge benefit for Australia and the wildfires. Nice. Raising money. Because yesterday was Australia Day. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's real nice. So we were at Hemingway's in, What's uh, Hemingway's again? in Toronto here. Uh, it's just like a bar. It's like a four-leveled pub kind oh, of nice. thing in, right. in Hemingway's. And I sitting there, and there's so many Australians around. Uh-huh. They're all getting lit like Australians yeah. do. Oh, crikey. All eating uh, sausage on white bread with onion. What? Yeah. Is that a, like Australian dish? I guess. I don't know. Oh, throw another <laughs> shrimp on the bobby. And then I'm sitting there. Uh-huh. And How all did I, you eat? I didn't have any. Oh. I made them for people, though. Oh, that's nice. They had nice. us like work the grill and take yeah. pictures and oh, stuff perfect. like that. It was awesome. It was great. Crikey. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there at a table, and all I hear behind me is a group of people just go, shoo-wee, shoo-wee, <gasps> shoo-wee. And then I turn around, and because we've talked about this on the show, I know what's going on, but nobody else at the table does. Yeah. And they're like, what are they doing? And I was like, that guy right there is going to drink a beer out of his shoe. <laughs> and everybody at my table, because Catherine was there, yeah. and like Sangeeta Patel was there, and they're like, no. He's not, and then there's the look of horror on their faces yeah. as one by one these dudes took off like their stank running shoes, Blah. poured a beer into it, that's and so then gross. down to beer because that's what a shoey is that yeah, we no learned, thanks. right? Uh-uh. Is a shoey is you just chant shoey, and then whoever's like the guy or the girl, you pour a beer into your boot, and then you drink the beer out of your shoe. That's a that's a proper shoey. Question, yeah. Did you see them put the shoe back on immediately oh, after? Yeah. So what they do is they finish the beer. Yeah. Then they turn it upside down and they shake it like it's a can of beans and you're trying to get the last one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And then drips hit the floor. Yeah. And then they just stick it right back on their foot. And can I tell you, a guy did two shoeies. Now, here's my question for you, okay? Wait, in the same shoe or did he That's use a different shoe? That's the question. So if you're going to do two shoeies, yes. okay, are you using the same shoe and double soaking it or are you splitting it between the two shoes? I'm going to use two shoes and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because having one dry, comfortable foot <laughs> right. and one <laughs> soaking wet sock damp foot yes. in a wet shoe yes. would feel far more uncomfortable than having both feet be wet 
in my shoes. Okay, so you're using what? You're using both both shoes. Yes. You've just changed my mind because I couldn't for the life of me realize why he would want to ruin two shoes. But now you've just convinced me that it's it's not about the shoes. It's about no. standing there for the rest of the night. It's about your comfort level. It's about balance. Exactly. Right. Because you could be okay. there, let's say, you could be there another 20 minutes yeah. and deal with it. Fine. Right? right? Yes. Or you'd be having a real good time and be there for two more hours. Yes. And in the back of your mind, you're either like, oh, this sucks because one shoe is completely soaked, the other one feels great, or you're yeah. like, both feet are soaking wet, but whatever, I'm drunk and I'm having totally. a good time. Okay, I get you now. You've changed my mind. Anyway, I saw a shoey in real life yesterday. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Jen, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing good. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Thank you. So, Jen, you... always give the best advice. Uh, you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I've been working at the same place for about seven years. Last year, uh, there was a management change, and since then, it's been really toxic. I've filed three complaints in the last six months, but nothing has changed. So I put in my notice, kind of heat of the moment. When prospective employers ask me why I'm leaving my current job, how much do I tell them? I still don't have another job and my last day is uh, this Friday and I'm kind of freaking out. I still don't have a new job lined up, but I can't say where I am. Uh, you guys always give the best advice, hoping you can help me out. What kind of changes, what kind of problems have you been having at this place? Well, I work in a medical clinic mm -hmm. and then you have a CEO, you have an office manager, and then you have a uh, quality advisor or a lead radiologist. Mm -hmm. And really, the lead radiologist is the boss of everything okay. because they're the ones that make sure we follow protocol, procedures, and so forth. Okay. Is and that, that and is that's your changes. boss? Is that who you report to? Yeah, that's directly who I report to. Okay. And every single day I get called either an idiot, oh. a moron, oh. Or get told um, that I don't have the brains my mother gave me. Oh, God, really by who? By your because, boss? Yeah, because my mom only just passed last year. But to hear that from somebody who's supposed to be in charge of me in a way, you know, that's the things that I filed the complaints about. So that. are these, a ra and nobody should talk to somebody mm -hmm. like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, my, my, my advice in situations like that are always... And I've had to say this before, which is, you know, you are my boss, so you can send me home. You can fire me, but you cannot talk to me like that. <laughs> There's a line. And when people cross that line once, that's now the line has then moved and then they'll cross it again and it's moved again. And then it's just up to then how much, you know, crap can you eat on a daily basis? Uh, so, but when these things happen, right? Like when somebody calls you an idiot or that you don't have brains or whatever, have you legitimately made an error? Like... And I'm not blaming you, but what I'm saying no, are, are these totally are understand. these are these irrational I, comments? Um, I have made an error. Okay, but it was not, in my opinion, I didn't feel that it was. Um, so I'll give you an example. I was writing a report and I spelled beast instead of breast. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. And when you're typing fifty or sixty reports every day, yeah, I, I apologize. Like it was a flip. And I did find it and I did fix it, but somehow he still got the old one, not the one that I had already fixed. Right. Have other people made complaints about him? Yes. See, I, I, Almost I everybody uh, that works here. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's tough too, because when you work for somebody who expects absolute perfection, 100% of the time, 
Um, it's it's usually one of two things. It's usually one they're just monsters, okay, and they mm-hmm. look for they look for ways to make people feel terrible about themselves because that's the only way that they feel good about themselves. Uh, or you're dealing with somebody who, in their life and their job, they don't have the option to make a mistake. Yes, because the, if they make a mistake, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're working for somebody who is not allowed to make a mistake because bad things happen, that's what they will expect from everybody who works for them. <laughs> and that's a hard place to be, especially when you're dealing with medical and when you are dealing with decisions that are about life and somebody else's life when you're dealing with a patient. Um, oftentimes, feelings have to take a very, very back seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm now, not. I'm not saying he's right for saying that at all. Not defending the guy, just saying mm-hmm. different situations are different situations. So, Jen, your question to us then is: What do you mm-hmm. tell your potential new employer why you left your previous place? Yes, that's easy. That's the easy part. Um, one, mm-hmm. I would make the make the focus about the new job as opposed to your old job. Mm-hmm. Um, make the reason why you left was to explore this opportunity. You've heard mm-hmm. great things you want to learn. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as why you left, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trash another place. Okay. No, and and I, I, I would never, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. What I would say is, you know, you knew going in there that there was limited room for growth, but mm-hmm. you figured that the time that you were there, you could really learn a ton and you did. And what you are is you're somebody who, you know, never wants to miss an opportunity. And when an opportunity like this new job came up, you know, it gives you another opportunity to learn more and to be better. Uh, and that's what you're interested in. Oh, that's awesome. I like that, Roz. Thank you. There you go. That's actually perfect. That is like the perfect thing to say. Yeah. And, and when you walk in the room, go, what's going on, moron? <laughs> hey stupid hey stupid <laughs> oh my god uh, Jen there you go we love you lots girl oh I love you guys too thank you so much yeah. for taking the time I know that yeah. you guys are really really busy so I really appreciate it oh uh, we always got time for you thanks guys bye Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS did you see the news story on uh, allegedly a movie called Man from Toronto Starring Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. And Jason Statham. That's real, right? Yeah, it's a remake. It's already, it's been done before. But what I read is that it was done before back in like the 30s. Yeah, and then it was also like a play too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a play in the 20s. Yeah. So did they like think we're going to reboot something we're not going to go back to the 90s. We're not going to go back to the 80s. We're going to we're not going to take something popular from the 70s. Let's go back almost 100 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the man, yeah. The man from Toronto was a 1933 And they haven't started filming this movie yet. The original uh, synopsis is a woman poses as a maid in an attempt to get a true picture of the man she must marry to collect her inheritance. Ooh, scandalous. You have a clip from the movie. Oh, Oh, do we? Yeah. Is this it here? Oh, my God. I think I like the old country better than I did. Yeah, the Englishman's house is certainly his castle. What's he doing now? Having a drink. Calm down. I'm coming up. Mrs. Hubbard should be told. 
Wow. So if there's any movie to be remade, it's that. Do you want me to read you what they say this one is about? Yes. Okay, so it says, uh, there's no word about the forthcoming uh, movie's connection to the 1926 Broadway production or what we just heard, the 1933 uh, British romantic comedy of the same name. Uh, So the original was in which two strangers, one from Toronto and one from England, find themselves the recipients of a million-dollar inheritance if they agree to wed. Oh. So are they saying that Jason Statham... And Kevin Hart are going to be two strangers that have to get married in order to get their inheritance? Or is this like, yes, Maury, you say yes? Like Chuck and Larry? Yeah. Do you think this this is a a way of Kevin Hart to sort of make good on the gay jokes by playing a gay guy? You think so? Can I throw a suggestion out there? Yeah. Because I put together a movie trailer for what I think the movie should be about, sound like, oh. and for you to envision. Okay. I would also change the title. Call it. Either Toronto Mandem. Yeah. Toronto Mans. Yeah. <laughs> or just straight up, Mans from Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, honestly, fam, any girl that's willing to do anything for me, I'm willing to do anything for them, fam. It's called love, love, love. And more time, people need to start showing more love, fam, because once there's no love, then there's hate, fam. fam. I am from Scarborough, where there are wastemans. Trust me when I say... Beer Scarborough Man's are a waste Bro, are you even from Scarborough? Okay, yo, on a big man tin You guys do what you feel like you need to do But I'm just talking back Don't forget to dream big, fam And set higher goals Yeah That is a number one Blockbuster hit What the hell's the matter with people? Directed, written, and produced by me, Mocha. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. David Schwimmer's having a bad morning. Oh no, what happened? Ross from Friends. Yeah. So he didn't pivot. (laughs) And he hurt himself. (laughs) Pivot. People have been talking a lot about Friends lately, and it all really started when it just started crushing on Netflix, and then younger people started watching Friends, and they were like, whoa, the show is like kind of whack. Yeah. But they still loved it, and they were addicted to it and everything else, and then they started dissecting it with 2020 Eyes, you know, the fat shaming with Fat Monica and all the other sort of things that went on on that show. And so Schwimmer does an interview with The Guardian, like a long interview with The Guardian, where he tries to address some of the issues surrounding the show. And he goes, younger generations, one of the things that they started doing was criticizing the fact that this was a show that took place in New York with an all-white cast. Mm. And then 
Schwimmer called the show groundbreaking for its time, and he said this, quote, you have to look at it from the point of view of what the show was trying to do at the time. I'm the first person to say that maybe something was inappropriate or insensitive, but I feel like my barometer was pretty good at the time. I was already really attuned to social issues and issues of equality. Fine, fair enough, because he then goes on to say in the article that he was personally the one who lobbied for Ross to have like a black girlfriend or oh, yeah. introduce other characters on the show that were not just white. But this is where it all went wrong for him, is he then suggested, Uh he proposed the idea of this, quote, maybe there should be an all-black friends or an all-Asian friends. And then Twitter lit up with people reminding him that friends was actually the all-white reboot of Living Single. Remember Living Single? Living Single was a sitcom that was before Friends about a group of black friends, young, all living in Brooklyn. Hold on. Let me look this up. You don't remember Living Single? Living Single uh, show. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I don't remember. You don't remember Living Single? Oh, Queen Latifah was in it? Yes. And Tootie yeah. from uh, Facts of Life, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, maybe there should be a reboot of an all-black Friends. And they were like, hold on, Ross. Friends was the all-white reboot of Living Single. Oh, wow. This show aired from uh, 93 to 98. Yeah. Living Single. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It came out, uh, I think it debuted the year before Friends did. I oh, think I think wow. that's what it was. I think it was the year before Friends. Or maybe two years. I'm not sure. But, uh, but you don't remember that. You don't remember. Do you remember the th- what was the theme song for that show? Oh, hold who on. did it? Maybe if I living single because uh, it's always the theme song for these shows where it all sort of starts coming back for you. Okay. You don't even know that you remember it until you hear the theme song. <laughs> yeah, is that it? Yeah. yeah. I, I think you don't remember that. I, I used to quite like this show. I might, maybe. Yeah. I because it, it came out. It was after a different world, right? Yeah, a different world, which was a spinoff from Cosby, Cosby show. show. Yeah, yeah. Living single. Yeah. I, I want to say I remember, but I honestly right. I don't. Anyway, so if, if you are wondering why David Schwimmer Ross from Friends is trending today, it's because he proposed the idea of an all black reboot of Friends and was quickly reminded that Friends was an all-white reboot of Living Single. Oh, <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See that uh, Instagram picture and video of Sylvester Stallone? No, who what happened? stopped dyeing his hair? Yeah? He's completely silver. Like, it's looks, it still looks and sounds like Sylvester Stallone, but it looks like He's doing a movie where he needs to play an old guy. But he's not. But he's not. That's just his natural look. Because he dyes that hair, right? Like, we all know that. There's no way. Like, how old is Sylvester Stallone? Like a thousand. He looks like an old Joey from Friends. He's 73. Yeah, he looks like an old Joey from Friends. Right? Uh, You know what? Looks good, though, huh? 
Sort of. I don't like my Stallone like that. You don't? No. Oh, no. no. I like Just for Men Stallone. No. Yeah. No, you like Just for Sly? Yeah. I like Just for Sly. Really? I do. I do. It's going to take some getting used to, I guess. Yeah, because that's not the... Like, listen, do you, be natural, sure. whatever makes you feel comfortable, as yes. long as you're happy. Yes. I'm good with that. Yeah. Right? But just seeing this photo for the very first time and knowing the Sly that I grew up with... Yeah. This is just a big shock. But people get old, though. No, I know, for sure. Yeah. And maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I don't want him to get is old. Is your old man gray? Yeah. Uh, or does he yeah, die? No, no, he... Does he just for Vern? Does he just for Vern? I don't know if I know he does a, I know as a lot much. Of, I know a lot of people that just for men. I don't a know if he does people. as much. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's got some grays. Really? Yeah. 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 He's got some grays. You got more gray than your old man right now? No. I, I Like one, two hairs? Oh, I don't think so. Bro. Come on. We have, we, like, there's video of you that, like, we shot recently yeah. where you can see that you have you more gray in your beard like than you do. Like one or two or three. Yeah. Okay. Like... Five did you see this picture, Maury? Of I did. Oh my god, I like it though. Yeah, so do I. I yeah. li- it makes him look way more, I think, tough, rough and tumble. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a rough and tumble gray? Right. Yes. Exactly. Although I got devastatingly upset when I saw three gray hairs on the front of my dad's head. Your he only dad? has like a little tuft at the Let front. Let the man age. No, but in my eyes, he's always that does, cool guy that went to single does, bars does and left he, me in the living room. Does he just for Frank? He, no. He does not die. No. No, huh? He would never justify spending the money on something like that. <laughs> Without a coupon? Are you kidding? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Razamoka. Who's this? Hey, it's TJ. What's up, man? I just wanted to give a see what your guys' opinion was on the courtesy wave. The courtesy raise wave. The courtesy like, wave. Yeah, when you're on the highway or you're trying to merge and you're try to be a good citizen and back off and let somebody in in front of you and oh, they just ignore you. God. How we got to the courtesy wave, I have no idea. I shouldn't say that. Do the courtesy wave if you want to do the courtesy wave, but don't be pissed off when somebody doesn't give you the courtesy wave. Yeah, but you you know, you you go out of your way to put yourself back there and let a big no, truck don't. in. No, you don't. Go out of your way. You're still traveling in the same direction. How much? How much out of your way did you go? Well, you you know you slam on the brakes. No, 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 no. How much out of your when you when you're on a highway, right? And there's traffic and everything else, and somebody's trying to get over, and you take your foot off the brake, or you take your foot off the gas, and you slow down literally 0.5 of a kilometer an hour, so somebody can get in. That's out of your way. Like you are so busy. And your life yeah. is so complicated and precious <laughs> that you consider that to be going out of your way. I just think, you know, you're doing something nice. You're letting them in when they got to get over. And just a thank you. No. A courtesy thank you would be appreciated. First of all, you don't own that road. So it's not like they're invading sure. your space. No. Second of all, it doesn't delay your travel time at all. And third, it's just being uh, courteous and being safe. The courtesy wave should be reserved for situations like this, okay? If you are trying to merge onto a road that is absolute, just like ballistic traffic on it, and somebody is driving, okay? 
and they see you trying to cross over two lanes of traffic. And what they do is they stop and then they, they sort of lean to the left and they see if any cars are coming. And when it's safe for you to come out, they give you the hand motion of, okay, man, go now, go now, go now. Okay. When that type of thing happens, that's when you give them the wave. When you're on yeah. a highway, when you're on a highway and you just simply let somebody in, okay, that's, it's nothing. That's, that's just like, that's just driving at that point. And it's, we're in a terrible place right now where everybody wants to be thanked and noticed for the most mundane things, okay, that just make us people as courteous human beings. And that has to stop. I do understand what you're saying with that. But like when, with your example there and letting, I backed off and let buddy get over. Most of the time, the person that I backed off to let him over when he's in that, you know, dire situation, I get nothing. No dire, nothing. dire situation. <laughs> what do you okay, want, man? You want somebody sending you flowers and a card in the mail? <laughs> What's the dire? <laughs> explain the dire situation. Like there's a raptor chasing you? <laughs> no, like, like he's about to miss like his exit. Like his, 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 whole day his wife is got to get over. Well, you don't know. You don't know that. Is it your friend? You don't know what's going on in that uh, man's life. Damn it, Maury yeah, is standing no, here, shaking his head back and forth like crazy. This day and age, the simplest thing is a wave is so important. I didn't wave to somebody when they let me into my driveway, and Matthew said he was embarrassed to be married to me because I didn't give a courtesy wave because it's rude nowadays. Because if you let them in your driveway and you don't wave. It, that now is a big deal. He no, did not wait. But that's because we've all become soft. Listen, you also don't signal when you come to a four-way stop and nobody has any idea what you're doing and then you cut three people off. So I should give a courtesy signal? No, I'm just saying. No, you, 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 you no, use the signal the way the signal's just, supposed to be used. I'm just saying, you, have, you can't say anything in this because you're terrible when it comes to driver courtesy. Can I tell you what it, do, what it does? Letting somebody in traffic, okay? We, we as people do so very little in our lives as far as genuine kindness, okay? We do, very, we do the bare minimum. We're completely selfish. And so now you let somebody in in traffic and what you want then is the praise for being a kind human being when really what you've done is nothing. That's a fair point. I see your point, yeah. All right. What's your name? TJ. Uh, do you regret calling in now? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I, I, I'm giving you, I, I love you guys. I'm giving you, I'm you, giving you a courtesy day. wave, bro, right now. Right? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call. No worries. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Can I make a mm. public service announcement to Hollywood real quick? Yeah. Attention, Hollywood. Yeah. Stop with the teaser trailers. Dude, I was saying that, man. Four trailers. Drives me I nuts. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah. Like, the trailer for a movie is supposed to advertise for the movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's some clips. Here's the date. Yeah. Which I one? don't want a condensed version of that to say, by the way, yeah. here's a clip from the trailer. Yeah. Here's the date that the trailer is coming out. Yeah. And then to watch trailer to get a few more clips to say, here's the movie that's coming out in like a year or six months. Well, because they did that to us with Fast 9 this week. Because I just watched the Fast 9 teaser. Yeah. And I was like, okay. But they released that on like Tuesday. I know. And I held out, but it was trending. And I was like, let me just watch it anyway. Yeah. Nothing really happens in it, by the way. No, but it's funny because people are... Because the, the, the scene, it's set on a farm, right? Yeah. And people are drawing comparisons and making jokes to how... 
Dom took over after the Thanos snap. <laughs> took Hawkeye's on Tony's farm or Hawkeye's farm. <laughs> Hawkeye's farm, yeah. <laughs> and then making references to the Mark Wahlberg Transformers, where they're yeah. like, the uh, the tractor that you see at the beginning is going to turn into Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, but I love that in the in the te- in the teaser, he still says, you know. I can't live my life one quarter mile at a time anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> that's the I line. Mean, like, if there's any line from, to me, if you ask me, uh, you know, like what the fast movies are about, all of them, you know, it all boils down to that one line. That one line sold that franchise all those years ago. But now that's what it do, was. Now he's got to do it on a tractor. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to do that line in everything. Yeah. Even the teaser for the trailer, you have to say the, I can't live my life one quarter mile at a time anymore. You have to do the line. You have to do it. But they really turned into something else, though. I, I miss the fast movies that used to be about jabronis racing cars and trying to evade the police. I miss that. Like the first few. The Minus first, the, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. That one. You didn't like Tokyo Drift? I mean... It was all right. Yeah, I didn't mind Tokyo Drift. It was all right. Yeah, I thought it was directed really well. I didn't mind that movie. But then it became, you know, it became Mission Impossible, right? Uh, like it became... Okay, my only, my favorite scene from Tokyo Drift, okay? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite scene yeah. is when he was drifting the car along the the ramp, the spiral ramp yeah. <laughs> for the parking garage. Yeah. Like flawlessly. Right. That scene right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. I, I didn't mind Tokyo Drift. I'm I'm always shocked when I find out like how many women love those movies. Catherine loves the fast movies. Does she really? She loves them, especially really? the early ones. Wow. She loves the fast movies. And it's not because like there's hot guys or anything like this. She loves like the cars. Really? It's weird. Like she's, she's not, she likes head? she likes the driving. No, she, oh. I don't know what it is. She just likes, likes it. Likes the action? She likes the action. Fast, like, like fast driving? To her, that is like the kind of action. She doesn't have a lot of interest in you know, seeing somebody who is building an atomic bomb in the bottom of a donut shop and then somebody's got to drive a car, you know, off a helicopter and torpedo it down through the top of the donut. She has no interest in that. What she wants to see is people race. Right. Right? Like, that's what she wants to see. That's what she's interested in, that kind of action. But uh, Fast and Furious became something else completely. And this one doesn't have the rock in it. So I'm curious to know, because the last, like, Every single Fast movie, the last five have all made over like a billion dollars. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if Vin Diesel can go back to carrying this franchise because John Cena is not going to fill The Rock's gap. No. You know what I mean? No. Like they brought in John Cena. It's, he's not going to do it. Is he a villain in this one? I don't know if he's a villain. Are we even going to see him in this mo- movie? John Cena? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Can't see him any other time. Why? What do you mean? Oh, is that a wrestling thing that I don't know? Oh, shut up. I'm not falling for that. Shem's in the other room, guy, because he knows what I'm talking about. He just knows what I'm talking it. about. Okay, I don't know. I don't know the details. All right, just stop. You can't see me. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Apparently, Billie Eilish is going to perform at the Oscars. She's going to debut the uh, the James Bond song, right? Gotta be. Has to be. Why else would she be performing? No, no, no. Maybe. Has to be, man. Maybe. I don't know. Billy Eilish gonna show up at the Oscars performing bad guy? (laughs) 
But did she do a song in the that was in a movie at all this year? Or no. What's that? She doesn't have a song in the movie. This is the second time that they've had a big time Grammy winner also perform just as a special guest at the Oscars. Maybe it's you know they'll come out and sing during the in memoriam or something. Right. Just as a, Who did it last? Casey Musgraves did it last right, year, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she had a big year at the Grammys. It has nothing to do with her doing the Bond. Theme. I don't know. I have a feeling she'll like. I don't think Casey the Bond theme. I don't think the Bond theme is written yet. Yeah. Did, uh, what did Casey Musgraves sing last year? Like just one of her regular songs? Yeah. Yeah. I was think it the song so. that she said she wrote when she was on acid? <laughs> I don't know. I've never taken acid. Me neither. I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. Are you nuts? I'm no. scared of all that stuff. So am I. You've taken acid? Once, yeah, because well, a guy told me to. What do you what mean? What do you mean he told you we to? We were on a nightclub patio and he's like, oh, like, the, you know, sex is better when you take acid, right? Oh so, my God, that's a terrifying. And did you know and this guy I, and well? And you said yes. Yeah, it was the guy I was, it's the one, the guy I dated, right? And right. so I did, it was like, it's a little piece of paper. I know what acid is. Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't know. Oh, it's paper? I have no idea. I thought oh. it was like a pill or something. No, it's a little piece of paper. And then I, all I remember is just everything was melting. Oh my God, that's terrifying. I could not. And I know people are into psychedelics and they swear by them. And no, I've never done I only did it the one time. But what, like, how, can you remember how quickly oh, the it effects? Oh, was fast. Yeah? Was it? it was fast. Oh, God, that's terrifying. And then do you know, it's like, terrifying. the time span from when and then I remember you took the paper? I remember through the crowd wanting to get to coat check to get my jacket. But from the time that you took the paper to when everything was, like, clear out of your system and you, like, can consciously remember mm-hmm. and hours. everything was, quote, unquote, normal, like, how many hours do you think? Four or five hours. Really? See, to yeah. me, that's too. That's how scary, too man. Too much. I can't. Four or five hours. A lot can happen that. in four or five hours, man. No, it's too <laughs> much of a commitment. What are you talking about? Like, I don't like. I don't have like. It's a, too long. Of like four or five. Oh, hours like you're too. so busy. <laughs> <laughs> you're so busy overnight. I couldn't go to Barry's. Yeah. <laughs> You're so busy. Between the hours of 11 p.m. and 3 a.m., you are so busy. Uh, no, there's no time to take acid. It's terrifying to me, man. I can't take all this acid right Guys, now. Guys, no, I can't. I'm so busy. I just don't have the time. I have all these Instagram captions to come up with. No, that's wild. So how long did that relationship last? That was the uh, nine months until I saw him cheating on me. Oh, you saw him cheating on you? I know. Can you imagine walking into a nightclub and you see in the corner... Are you on acid at this point too or no? No, different day. Okay. (laughs) Different day. (laughs) And he was in the corner making out with another person. I just remember then a friend coming to me going, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Oh, wow. Here, take this piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Shove more acid in your mouth. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Went to the keg yesterday. And? It was amazing. Yeah? It's always amazing. And uh, they brought us that, uh, what's that dessert that you like? Oh, or what's my card, the what's Billy Miner pie. Right. Oh, it is so good. Got that beautiful coffee flavor. They got the slivered almonds on there, some caramel. So I didn't I didn't have any. Why not? Guy, Catherine and Roxy had it. And then... It's ice cream, basically. It is. Oh, it's it's, so it's basically good. it's basically ice cream. So you're on the clock with that, right? Like yeah. I don't I don't necessarily love food that I'm on the clock with. And when it comes to the the Billy Miner, you, you have to, right? Oh, and like people, so and you, everybody at the table just starts going at this thing with yeah. all their forks, right? Yeah. And it just turns into a giant. It's so beautiful when it arrives. But I had no idea. Um, do you know what who Billy Miner was? No. Because while they were devouring it, we were looking it. I was looking it up. Yeah. And I they named the pie, and I may like uh, slightly screw this up, 
but I believe that the keg famous dessert, Billy Miner, uh-huh. was named after Canada's first train robber. Huh? And apparently he was just like a super polite train robber. Like, hi there, I'm going to steal your stuff now. <laughs> exactly. So, everyone stay cool. I believe. Let me just do my job. I'm going to get yeah, out of here. Yes. No, are yeah, you serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hold on here. Let me read you this. What are you coming in here? the originator. What's, also, what's that? He's the originator of yeah. the phrase, hands up. Is he? He created the term. Okay. Hands up. <laughs> and, he's, and his nickname was Gray Fox. Right. Yeah. Uh, Billy was responsible for robbing the Canadian Pacific Railway uh, train number one on September 10th, 1904. Wow. Just start right at the yeah. beginning. Train number one. Yeah. The, they called him the Gentleman Bandit. Uh-huh. Uh, was known for never resorting to violence while committing his crimes. Perhaps because of his gentle nature, Billy Miner became somewhat of a folk hero in his day, a Robin Hood of the 1900s. The keg honored Billy's unwavering spirit by naming a dessert after him and the delicious mocha flavored ice cream pie uh, has been a time-tested favorite uh, among our guests. Yeah, so he was a he was a train robber in 1904. Nice. Right? <laughs> I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how does that even happen? But but as soon as I clicked on it, I'm like watching a whole animation about this guy. They got a cartoon on There's it? There's like a heritage minute kind of thing no. that, that somebody put together about uh, about who Billy Miner was. But it's one of those things, You you like how many of those have you had? Hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. right? So good. Like hundreds. And yet, you never once go, eh, who the hell's Billy Miner? Yeah. I just thought it was... The guy what? who created the keg, maybe. Sure. Something. Like some sort of tie to the keg. Yeah, And it's sure. just like honoring honoring that person. Exa- exactly. Right? right? Yeah, exactly. But no, but that's the uh, that's the story with, uh, with that guy. But hmm. no. I-, I wonder when they were naming the Billy Miner pie, if they were like... Other names, other people that they were considering. Right. You know what I mean? Before they settled on. A train robber from 1904? Yeah. yeah like, you got to go digging for that. <laughs> like a Pro- polite train robber. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but our, our waitress, uh, this uh, I think her name was Nicole, uh-huh. she was saying that at staff meetings, when they have staff meetings. Ooh. Right. Inside scoop. Okay. Yeah. At staff yeah. meetings, they eat the Billy Miner pie. <laughs> right? Whisper. But they don't bring it to them in pieces. They bring it as the whole cake. <laughs> get I know. Out. Doesn't that make you want to get a part-time job at the keg? Oh, <laughs> where do I apply? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Matt Reeves. Who's that again? The guy who's directing the Batman movie. Oh, yeah. He put out on Instagram yesterday or Twitter. Oh, my God. Please don't tell me it's canceled. No, no, no. He put out the sort of board, you know, the thing that claps yeah. in front of the camera. Act one, scene one, and Thank then they you. go. Yeah, and he put that up there, just a shot of that, and it just reads the Batman, um, and it has all the writing all over it, uh-huh. and he was like, filming is officially underway. But two weeks ago, there were shots of them filming in London. Don't you remember that? When yeah, it was, it was Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah, as Penguin. So was that not Batman then? No, it had to be. I don't know. Were they trolling us? I don't know. To drum up like 
publicity? But yeah. why would they do that? I have no, I Two don't. Weeks in advance. I have no idea. I have no idea. And then the clapboard, it's on like an old sort of brown, what looks like a brown leather couch. So I'm guessing it's somewhere in Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so I thought that this had been going on already, but I could. I could have just been blocking. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm nuts. No, huh? that could have easily been dress rehearsal or blocking, which is where they use, all the actors go in costume where they set they're the not, lighting. Yeah, but the problem is that they're not going to, they're not going to block a scene on a street three weeks before they start filming. It doesn't happen. Colin Farrell that would not be there. That doesn't make sense, yeah. A stand-in would be there. Colin Farrell wouldn't be there. Or the mm. director's putting this out now just to dispel any rumors of the photos we've already seen. Yeah, it's weird. It's but weird. Why would I thought it had been four. Yeah. Like, why wait three weeks? Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I don't know. So maybe that wasn't that. Maybe that wasn't from Batman. But well, everybody said it now. was. Was Colin Farrell in in costume at all or no? He well, was, he was just, well, but, what's, but what's costume though? Like he was wearing a suit. No, I know. Sorry. Right? I mean, like he didn't um, visibly appear to be But you don't know. Penguin. But you don't know what their version of the penguin's going to be. Like a normal guy? It might be a normal guy. No, he's I want a long nose suit. Danny DeVito style. Oh, you need long nose penguin. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Okay, see, I'm fine with no long I'm nose. I'm like penguin hands and oh, stuff. Oh, no, see, I'm fine with that. Simple deformity is all I need. That's all I need. Like I don't a scratch need... on the face? No, like with the hands. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't need, he doesn't have to be short, fat, wear a tuxedo yeah. with the long no, nose. Be, that's a penguin, though. Really? Yeah, with the monocle, little really? top hat and everything. Oh, jeez, I think you're going to be disappointed then. No, that has I to be really penguin. Do. Come on. I think you're going to you be disappointed. You can't show up and be like, who are you? I'm, I'm the penguin. Like, look, I got a scratch on my face. But, but what if the penguin's just like a nickname that they give to like some guy in the mob? Like, I don't know what they're doing with this movie. But what if it's just a nickname? I don't know. Well, I'll be disappointed, I guess. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Anita. Hi, good morning. Oh, my God. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Here's a text that Anita sent to us, Roz. Okay. I've been listening to you guys forever. You guys make me laugh my ass off every morning. I love all of your games. Now, throughout the text, you, she, she refers to you as Ross. I don't know if that yeah. was... I know, I'm so sorry. A typo, and I it it a, a typo right? <laughs> yes. All right, so it says, Ross, I love your voice and how smart you are. I'm working for a financial institution mm-hmm. and engage with co-workers from Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, Halifax, and uh, in Winnipeg. There's a guy at our Montreal office that sounds exactly like Roz. Same attitude, he's smart and funny. I told him that, and he was like, there's only one Roz, and that one is me. Uh, Mocha, no matter how stressed I am, listening to your laugh changes my entire mood. Maury, you are so funny with all of your silly answers to Roz and Mocha questions. The three of you make my day every single morning. I listen to your podcast in the evening coming home from work, and also when I'm at home. You guys are hilarious. Keep up the amazing work. So thank you very much for that nice text, Anita. You're welcome. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? I'm nervous. Why are you oh so nervous? Oh, I can't imagine I'm talking to you guys. Why, though? Oh, my God. I don't know. It's you guys. Ross and Mocha. <laughs> Out of all the people that you have to deal with on a daily basis in Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, Halifax, and Winnipeg, which city has the most annoying people oh that God, you communicate I with? Can't <laughs> no, because I don't. I don't think she's dealing with the public in those cities. She's no, dealing no, with no, coworkers. No, no, no. Yes, no, exactly. But I'm just yeah. going on the assumption that these coworkers are living in those cities. Yes. So in those cities. 
Who are the annoying oh ones? Oh my god, they're they're all nice. I'll be honest with you, they're they're sweet. Yeah, they're right. all nice. Okay, who's they're the nicest? Nice. Who's the nicest? The nicest, um, I would say Montreal. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, but Montreal's and the second nicest. Second is Vancouver. No, it's, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's not Montreal. Montreal. It's just that one dude in Montreal. Yeah, so <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> Then Yay. Vancouver. Okay, and then who? Vancouver. Oh my God! You see, you smart. You smart. Okay, so first, no, then, you now, let's go me in, in order of niceness. Okay, so we've established oh my God. Montreal, Vancouver. Then, oh my God, number three uh, is. Number three Calgary. is Cal- okay. Number three is Calgary. Calgary. Number four is Halifax. Halifax. Yeah. So then number five is Winnipeg. You so, see, you got me. So you Anita. So the worst people in the entire country no, that you no, have to no, deal no, with no, are all from that. Winnipeg. No. <laughs> Isn't you smart? <laughs> you got me there. You got me. <laughs> no, we love people in Winnipeg. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. we're Guyanese, right? Guyanese back. There you go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You got me there. There we go. Hey, Anita, uh, listen, thank you very much for your You're dedication welcome. to the Razamoga show, to our podcast. We love you lots. And uh, thank you for taking the time to write that really nice text. You're welcome. And You're between Ron's and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh my God! Okay, uh, Mocha. Easy. I. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh no! I'm so excited. Oh no! Our background is the same and blah blah blah. But Roz, oh my God, that voice. Uh huh. I hear you, girl. Anita, how are you going to do that to your own people? Uh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You know, when I listen, when I listen to the show in the morning, I'm like, my daughter sits beside me. I'm like, oh my God, his voice. And she's like, mom, shut up. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Anita, we love you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you guys. You guys make me laugh. Honest to God. Like being a single mom, it's hard. You get up in the morning, you don't know what your day will be like. And man, I laugh my ass off for half an hour every morning. Oh, we and love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're three months into 2020, and it's only January 30th. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what is Shem? What did you write on Twitter the other night, Shem? It's January 56th. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. It really does. Like legit. I've never really paid attention as much as I have this year, yeah. to how long January feels. Yeah. Like, it's January 30th today, yeah, and it's going to be January 30th for like a week. Yeah, in a while. It's crazy, <laughs> huh? It's- I know. But it is. I noticed the other day, though, it's getting lighter when you leave, oh. uh, when you leave work at night. Yeah, for it's a, great. Like a little bit longer. Like just a little a tad, bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always, I'm always hyper aware of it in the evenings because we have like, um, I don't know what the hell you call it, what are they? Uh, lights in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> that are on um, like a sensor, yeah. right? That come on when it gets dark and then they stay on for a couple hours because it looks pretty and then they go off. And I can always tell when they go off. I always look at the clock and it's getting a little bit later and later and later with them going off now. So it's, uh, we're almost there. Like we're fine. When's Groundhog Day? In like two weeks, isn't it? What's that? Sunday. Oh, Sunday? Sunday? Sunday. Come on. Groundhog, well, who, Groundhog Day shouldn't be a weekend. On, hold on. On Actually, Super I think Bowl Groundhog Sunday? Day should absolutely be a weekend. Hold on here. Are you for real with this? Yeah, Groundhog, Groundhog Day's Day is on Sunday. Oh, all right. On Super Bowl Sunday, huh? Yeah. 
trying to take away the, the attention. Yeah, but no, it is. This is the time of year that like you just start going bonkers, right? <sighs> like you just start going nuts. Is January the longest month? Like actually by number? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And February's the shortest. Unless it's a uh, leap year. Then right. they take one day away. Oh, and then move it to where the leap is. <laughs> Stop huh? yeah. Oh, God, I can't. It's too early for this. What? It's way too... I just can't with the nonsense. Did you hear with Groundhog Day they want people to start using <laughs> robots? No. They want to do what? They no. want the groundhogs to be robots. Oh, I'm down with that. <sighs> I don't even know how we got here. This feels like... This conversation feels like January. <laughs> it just won't end. <laughs> well, do it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Offset got picked up in LA the other night. For what now? Guns. <gasps> so let me read Didn't you this. Let me read you get this. Busted for guns before? Yeah, yeah. So Offset was cuffed, okay. detained, and taken in uh, for questioning. At Offset the, for Migos, by the way. Yeah. Um, Cardi B's husband. Yeah. Uh, at the Grove Shopping Center in L.A. on Wednesday night for someone reportedly called the cops about a person with a gun. Video shows Offset in a parking lot yelling profanities at police officers while demanding to know why he was being handcuffed. Uh, while holding the gun? No. Uh, oh. um, according to CBS, the LAPD said that they found two guns on the scene and that four people were taken in for questioning, including... Offset. Let me guess, it wasn't his gun, though. Well, TMZ reported that Offset was released just before midnight after two of the other detainees, his friends, admitted that the guns were theirs. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, take the heat. You find you some friends like that, right? Yeah, Yeah, take take the heat. heat. Please. Take the heat. Please, I don't need this right now. God. My wife's going to be so mad. Right? (laughs) Like She's she's going to go off on me on Twitter and everything. You know what I mean? Like, I know I do stuff that, you know... I know it would make Catherine mad. Oh, yeah, like what? Well, no, just like little... Th- I don't take a gun to a mall. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, that's like, that's next level. Yeah. You know, I'm not on probation. I'm taking a gun to a mall. Well, remember that time? Wasn't Little Wayne... Wasn't he sent to jail, to prison, because they found on his tour bus while I think he was on probation, like... Guns and weed? Yeah. Like a lot of it yeah. too. And yeah. he was like, it's not mine. Yeah, it's not mine. <laughs> and then you're and then that's the whole thing, man. When you get this group of friends that you pay, you yeah. know, everybody's on the payroll. You know, everybody who didn't make it in Migos is on the payroll. But part of being on that payroll is if something ever happens and the that's, cops show up. That's exactly it. It's not me, it's you. Yes, that's exactly it. You listening to these words, Maury? <laughs> it's not me, it's you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yo, you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Ellen Pompeo going off on TMZ for their coverage of Kobe Bryant uh, in a series of tweets. Pompeo writes this. I wonder why police departments give Harvey Levin all this sensitive info. I wonder why Harvey Levin puts out photos of women who have been attacked or assaulted. Who are the victims exploiting women who have been abused? Why is this guy still in business at all? She continues to say exploiting the brutal sudden death of people's loved ones is emotional abuse, adding that I call times up on this behavior. So her beef was that... um, People give TMZ this info and TMZ runs with it before police have a chance to contact the family members of the victims involved. 
And they pay so, for that? They do, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They pay well for that, yeah. right? And so it's instantaneous. Yeah. So as soon as it happens, they call TMZ, TMZ posts it, and they have not even... So most times in situations like this, family members, very close friends, find out about these things because of TMZ. Oh, because worse. of a, a, a tweet or a, a, a news headline. And of course, then as soon as TMZ does it, everybody else just jumps yeah. on, right? Uh, so there is that. Because uh, like if P- TMZ is running with it... It's got to be true. Jessica Simpson, uh, on the Today Show today, they released a preview clip in her new biography, or new memoir, I guess it is. Uh, she talks about how in 2017 she got clean. She was uh, an alcoholic, and oh, she wow. was um, battling, well, I don't know what pills she was on. Maybe she'll get into that on the show. But she tells a story of the moment of clarity for her when she realized she needed to turn things around. And I guess it was Halloween that year in 2017 where she was too drunk to help her kids put their costumes on. Oh, man. And uh, this is Jessica Simpson on the Today Show. I always had a glitter cup and it was always filled to the rim with alcohol. I just realized that I had to surrender. Like I had to, it was time, like I had to give it up and I was ready. I'm not going to miss another day. I'm not going to miss another Halloween. I'm not going to miss another Christmas. I'm not going to miss, I'm going to be present. Uh, Earlier this week, word came out that they were doing Mean Girls the movie based off Mean Girls the musical which was based off Mean Girls the movie so So fetch so it's gonna be Mean Girls the movie the musical the movie Mm -hmm. right will it be released on uh, Friday when we wear pink No, it's not Friday we wear pink. It's Wednesdays we wear pink. Oh, that's today. For God's sake, Mocha. Wednesdays we wear pink. Anyway, now comes uh, a sort of different take, which is they're going to be doing a movie version of Matilda the Musical. So Matilda was the movie, then it was Matilda the Musical, and now it's going to be Matilda the Movie Musical based on the movie. So what? There's going to be a Matilda. The original Matilda was not a musical. No, I know. It okay, was a movie. then it went to Broadway and it became a musical. Yes. Now they're doing Matilda the musical, the movie. Just it's like a what movie on the musical. Yes. But the musical was on the original movie. No. No. Okay. The original Matilda. First of all, the original Matilda is the perfect movie. I, I, I'm. It's I'm, beautiful. It's great. I I'm love actually it. Actually, quite sad that they're going to redo it because I just fear they're going to screw it up. Matilda was not a musical. No, I know. That's okay, what I'm saying. Then it went to Broadway and yes. it became a musical. Right. Now they're making a movie off the Broadway show. I know, but Matilda was originally a movie. Right? Yes. Yes. So why are they making a movie about the musical that's going to be a movie? That's that's what I'm saying. <sighs> Not fetch. <laughs> Not fetch at all. Uh Claire Danes was on Dax Shepard podcast, and I didn't know that Claire Danes, when she was 17, turned down Titanic. What? Did she really? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to wait for the show called Homeland? Yeah. She had just done, because she just did Romeo and Juliet with DiCaprio. Yeah. And they just shot it in Mexico City. And I guess they were going back to shoot a lot of Titanic in Mexico City. And she knew that this was going to be a giant slog. And she said that she just didn't have it in her at that time. Really? Yeah. And then, of course, Kate Winslet does it. And it goes on to become legendary. She's nominated for an Academy Award and everything else. But she says she doesn't regret her decision, though. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the Romeo Juliet Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes? Sort of. I think probably seen seen it like really. Once. Oh yeah. my god, I've seen that movie a thousand times. Really? Oh, it's so good. Claire it's Danes is so nice. I like good. her. I think she'd let him on the door. Yeah, 
You think so? You think yeah. the movie would have ended differently? Yeah, yes. for sure. She just would have put her foot down yeah. and been like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, she's like, listen, I'm not going to let you freeze out there <laughs> when I got this one door right here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm looking at this house, which they say is the most expensive house ever for sale in America. And... Is it a castle? It is 100,000 square foot mansion in Bel Air. What? In Los Angeles. Uh, movie producer turned developer Niall Niami says that he's just about ready to test the market to see what he can get for it. It has a nightclub, four swimming pools, a bowling alley, and full 360 degree views of basically all of Southern California. That's it? The asking price yeah. is what they're hoping to get. $500 million. Wow. That's before taxes? Five hundred million dollars who the hell is gonna pay that money come on man this place it that's ridiculous look what is it like a mall it looks like a mall yeah but that, only but only needs cool, a house that big but only cool nobody needs a house that big five hundred million dollars who's gonna buy that house is what they're hoping to get i don't know nobody is the answer yeah i don't know i don't know who's maybe a company in, that's in gonna that. turn it into a mall you can. It's in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Maybe, maybe a few movie stars could live together and pool their money. <laughs> like you got Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, someone else. They, like, could be, yeah, they like, could be roomies. Like they'll turn it into a fraternity? Yeah. Oh, Zach geez, Efron. That's actually not a bad idea. Hollywood U. Uh, Tim Hortons pulls Beyond Meat products from uh, Ontario and British Columbia. Uh-oh. Uh, this comes after they pulled uh, the Beyond Meat products from all the other provinces. They say, quote, uh, we may offer plant-based alternatives again in the future, but we've removed it from our menu for now, is what they say. It's not so selling, huh? No more burgers at Tim Hortons. I thought Subway is going to be selling uh, Beyond Meat meatballs. Really? Uh, meatball subs, yeah. Yeah, they are. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, Vanessa Bryant released a statement on Instagram last night. That uh, I'll read you a part of it here. My girls and I want to thank the millions of people who have shown support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of my adoring husband, Kobe, uh, the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful sweet Gianna, a loving, thoughtful, and wonderful daughter, an amazing sister to Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. Uh, she went on to write, we are also devastated for the families who lost their loved ones on Sunday, and we share in their grief grief um, intimately. We ask that you grant us the respect and privacy we need to navigate our way through this new reality. Uh, and according to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, they will honor Kobe in some way on Super Bowl Sunday. They yeah. haven't given the exact details yet, but there will be some sort of um, acknowledgement and uh, tribute to Kobe Bryant during uh, or before the Super Bowl. And uh, Shaquille O'Neal um, posted yesterday saying that after uh, days of grief, sadness, and reflection that he's decided that he is not going to cancel his scheduled Shaq's Funhouse Super Bowl party in Miami. I <laughs> uh, he said he's been going back and forth for the past couple of days on if I should even have my event in Miami this weekend. And then he goes on to say that Kobe would want us to push through and celebrate life, so let's do that. Uh, and it was also revealed yesterday that Kawhi Leonard um, used the same helicopter pilot frequently uh, as uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, his name was Leonard Zabayan, and uh, he also died in the crash on Sunday. This is Co this is uh, Kawhi. 
Air Canada suspended flights uh, to China. Air Canada uh, said yesterday the government, um, the advisory board said, avoid all non-essential travel to mainland China. And so what is happening is as of today, January 30th, uh, temporarily suspending all direct flights to Beijing and Shanghai. This until at least February 29th. Wow. So that is a huge step. Uh, Jessica Simpson on the book tour for uh, her new memoir. She was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. And two things came out. One, when Jessica Simpson was young, like Mickey Mouse Club auditioning young. Yeah. Um, her acting coach at that time, when she was like 12, was Chuck Norris. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Kung Fu Chuck Norris? Yeah. So in Dallas, apparently Chuck Norris is like the person to go to. So well, he yeah. was. You mean for acting lessons? Yes, he, he was my acting coach and he was, you know, a little tough. Now, yeah. this is just before like Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes, yes. And Barney was my acting partner. What, the dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> But basically, like he said that I was, I had too many expressions. Who did on Barney? Face. He had a school for acting. He did. He had a school for acting. The Chuck Norris School yeah. for Acting. And yes. <laughs> Slow. One of my tapes, he told me I moved my eyebrows too much. He did. Yeah, and I had to do all of my lines with my eyebrows taped. And he told me to channel my inner, my inner Denzel Washington. Okay. He yes. told the twelve-year-old girl to channel her inner. Yeah. And Jessica Simpson is on fire on this book tour, man. Um, so the other story she tells is kissing Justin Timberlake. What? Listen to this. We shared a nostalgic kiss, but and I thought, oh, this is interesting. And he took his phone out and started typing. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. I hope that's not like another girl. Like, did I like stick my tongue out too much? Or, you know? <laughs> but um, apparently, him and Ryan Gosling had a bet on who would kiss me first when they were 12 years old. And so he texted Ryan and said he won the bet. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. Um, so we don't kiss again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Them 12-year-olds, man. <laughs> Them 12-year-olds. Days of Our Lives is set to return for its 56th season Holy. on NBC after cancellation rumors. So that's good news for all those Days fans. 56 seasons. Wow. For Days of Our Lives. Because people went into full panic mode when the rumors started flying around that they were going to cancel Days. Uh, I didn't but, think people still watched soap operas. Yeah, they do. They I mean, still, my sisters and my mom still watch YNR. Right. Okay, so why are you surprised then? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? You got three people in a family of five that yeah, still I religiously guess. watch a soap opera. Yeah. You should not be surprised that people still watch soap operas.
What else is on still? Like, I don't even know. Like, why? Okay, so why and R and Days? Why and R and Days are still on. Is um, all my children still on? Jeez, I'm no, I'm no. Uh, is, Shem. Uh, Look at Shem shaking his head. No, 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 it's oh. not. Do you know Shem? Yeah. You know? Oh, well, get in here, get man. In here. What what, so, what soaps are what soaps are still on? So, so yeah, you're right. Why and R and Days? That's uh, it. That's it. No, that's it. No, no more no. passions. No more all my no, children. Passions was it. No more. I mean, what's it from, all from, the, what I, from what I remember, yeah. from people I know yeah. who watch Passions, that Me. was the show. I loved Passions, Timmy Cute. and Tabitha. What was the one that everybody watched when I was in junior high? Oh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara? Yeah. Oh, wow. Bold and the Beautiful is still on. Bold and the Beautiful is still on. Thank you, Maury. Okay, so right, that's, that's the big three, right? Bold and the Beautiful, Wynar, and Days are the big three, but everything else is, uh, is gone. Oh. I'm, my mom used to watch Another World religiously. Oh, yeah? Coronation like, Street, somebody texted and said it's still on. Nah. Uh, General Hospital is still on. Oh, look at that. Somebody wrote... General uh, Hospital is still on? 925 I named my daughter after one of the characters on Days of Our Lives. Really? Yeah, I'm telling you. I know that you said that you were shocked that people still watch soaps, but there are people that still every day. My mom used to, we, we had the v, VHS tape, and we used to have to tape my mom's soaps for her yeah. every day. And because she would get home from work, and that was like the only thing that made the day sort of worth it. It was the only thing that sort of like calmed her down, gave her peace at night, was sitting down watching the VHS copy of uh, Another World from that day. And if we missed it, like if I didn't tape it when I was at home for lunch, or I left the channel on Much Music... And and then she put the, the the tape in, and she got sixty minutes of like the Pepsi Power Hour or something. Like I like I had this I, I had to sleep at a friend's that night. Like it was so. I'm telling you, it was so. It was an ugly, oh, ugly no. scene. Oh, she didn't God. know what was going on with her friends no, on TV. I've, like I've never. There hasn't been a lot of times where I felt like I let my mother down, but the times where I've actually felt like I let the woman down were the times that I forget to Aww. tape another world for when I was in high school. I can't call my nana at certain times of the day because she's watching. Like uh, General Hospital and stuff like that are bold Still. and beautiful. Oh God, she loves those. Yeah. You, you call her, she'll p- pick up, hang up. <laughs> oh damn, savage! <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, hello. Is this uh, Drew? Yes, it is. Have we talked to you before? Yes, you have. Oh, we have. Okay, yeah. Nice. No, your, your name your name uh, looks familiar because I believe you you ask a lot of questions on uh, on social for. Ask Roz Mocha. So, yes, as Roz said, welcome back. What is your question today? So, what would be the top three things you do during a zombie outbreak? The top three things that I wow. would do during a zombie outbreak. Before we answer, because I feel like you've thought of this extensively, um, what is your answer, Drew? Um, I would probably find a tank to live in. Okay, that's not that's not practical. First of all, you'll be dead. Where are you going to find well, a tank? No. Where are you going to find a tank? Go to the Canadian military base. And you don't think that that during a zombie outbreak that the actual military will be guarding and using their tanks? I'm hoping not. So, you're, so, you're gonna... so you think everyone's just like, there's going to be a lonely tank just sitting there waiting. <laughs> so you know how to drive a tank? Uh, I, I don't plan to drive it. I just know zombies can't get in it. Okay, so, you you, so, so you're going to last then until you run out of water. So you're going to be dead in days then. No, no, I want to get a water purifier and a lot of canned soup. Okay. So I have food and I can get water whenever so I need. you travel to a mil- Where do you live, first of all? Like, how far uh, do you live from a military base? I live in Brampton. Okay. Okay. So, do you know, have you ever seen the inside of a tank? No, I haven't. Okay, it's very tiny. And you're going to lug food and water that's going to last you days to a military base that is going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kilometers away from where you live. In the hopes that it's not being guarded by... <laughs> the actual military. By the actual military. And also, 
the hopes that you won't get attacked by zombies and then make it safely into that tank with all of your stuff to survive for a few days? I mean, clearly I won't survive. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I didn't really give this, give this much thought. No. All right, so you have two more things. Oh, he's, he's uh, said he's soup. Yeah. Soup, soup, soup and the water, and water purifier. purifier. Yeah. Oh, those three. Yeah. Those are your three things. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question here, okay? I know that you've thought about the tank and you thought about the soup, but I, I, I need to question you on the water purifier, okay? While you're in that tank, where are you getting the water to purify? Uh, we, we live in Ontario. There's a lot of lakes. How are you going to get to a lake when you're on a military base locked in a tank? I mean, I'm going to have to YouTube how to work a tank, essentially, and move oh, it. Okay, okay, okay. So tank school is the first thing, actually, right? So joining the military, exactly. joining the military would be the first thing, but you're going to have to do that now. Essentially, I have to quit my job and join the military. There you go, okay. Um, you didn't really think about this, huh? Jeez, uh, what would I do? I, okay, things that I know that you need in situations like this is you need gas, uh-huh. right? You desperately need gas you need food and you need weapons now uh, you also need a place to hide that is safe my immediate instinct is to just get out of the city because when you live in a place where there's three million people four million people uh, and a zombie outbreak happens you you have to slim down your chances of running into a mob so you got to think rural you know you got to think out in the middle of nowhere and so I would probably get my ass, you know, out to the cottage or some other extremely rural neighborhood, uh, load up on gas and load up on weapons. Now, um, the interesting thing, though, is when you do talk about a city, you have condos. And I'm sort of going back and forth on whether just staying in a high level in a condo, shutting down elevators and barricading stairs, uh, if that would be, if that would be safe. Um, I think that it, it, it may be, if you do live in a condo, like if you're Maury, maybe staying put I would be the, would be the best thing to brain, do. I was going to say go to the roof because you never see zombies go up. Well, no, but I mean, they're going to worry about the people below. Well, they'll climb stairs like you, you, you guys would have to sort of barricade things. And then what you do is you just hope that there's no outbreak within the building, because mm-hmm. if the if the virus makes its way into the building of where you have people in your suites, then you actually have nowhere to go. And half of them are and renters. The, right. And <laughs> oh no, you know, it's going to be the Airbnb down the hall, right? <laughs> You know that. Oh, no. You know they're the ones that are going to be bringing the zombie, zombie virus. Renters. Yeah. Oh, Ew. Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. I think that though. But you definitely need weapons. Like you need. You need weapons. You need gas. And like, do you have a gas can at home? More? Could you load up on extra gas? No, but I have Tupperware. No, it's not. You, you can't. You can't do. <laughs> okay. More, you, you can't you're do dead. that. Yeah, you're, you're dead. dead. No, okay. So more. I was gonna say you need cash. Right. Cash you hit for up the what? ATM. You don't right, need like, cash. Like, don't you need cash to sort of pay for things like on the go? Pay for things. Pay for Dude, things like what? The world know, like, is like being attacked by zombies. You think people? So it's are a free for all. You can take what you want. Sticking around. Yeah. Like it's it's it's. Imagine The Walking Dead. Okay, where there is no more, like there's no sort of civic infrastructure. Yeah. There's there's no more rules. It's a lawless land oh, wow. where it's every man for himself and you just need to not die. Okay, because my other thing was going to be a fully charged phone. Okay, that's not going to help you at all. because because <laughs> So you can make sure that you can call people or at least use the camera. No, okay. But for <laughs> what? what though? Selfies with a zombie? <laughs> Like the, the object of the game here is to stay alive, Maury. Yeah, not for likes on Instagram. 
right? But how are you supposed to prove that this happened later? Because everybody else is dying around you. <laughs> okay? Like, that's all the proof you need. So I got my Tupperware of gas and a fully charged phone okay. and 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Maury decided to stay in his condo, uh, go into overdraft, and uh, <laughs> fill uh, a sandwich container full of gasoline. So Maury's dead as well. So you and Maury are both dead. Uh, I'm still alive. Mocha, what would you do? I was going to say, if I'm at home, I would do everything I could to uh, protect the people in the home by boarding up the uh, boarding up the house. Okay. And then if things were to progress in an unexpected way where the zombies uh, could potentially attack the home or get in, then I would pile everyone into the car and drive as far away from our area as possible. But what are you getting on the way? What do you need to survive? So A, gas, water, food to survive. There, up where we live, um, it's not that far to drive to a couple of farms mm-hmm. with big, big open, open land. Yeah. So I would definitely go there for uh, for protection. When people say food, like it needs to be like, does it need to be rotisserie chicken or something? Because you don't have a way of cooking oh the food. God, so do you no. have to have prepared food? <laughs> Bro. You are so dead, Maury. Like, yeah. I don't even know how you're not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if I need to hit up the Swiss chalet. Okay, first. no, it's you're looking at dried and canned. That's what's going to keep yeah. you alive, right? You're not ordering Uber Eats before yeah. you, yeah. you dip from the condo, bro. Yeah, dried and canned is what's uh, is what's going to keep you alive and whatever you can kill, you know? Wow. Could you kill something and eat it? No, I'd be too sad. No? Oh. Like, sad? I'd feel sorry for like whatever it is I'm killing. I've never killed something before. No, but you would have to, though. You would have to. As long as it didn't look at me. Okay. Yeah, no, you would have to, right? I know you and Matthew want a dog. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm just, uh, uh, poor little Andy. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, Andy's going to serve a purpose, you know, uh, because I'm sure that the dog, if you had a dog, would bark or get to know you could train it to tell you when zombies were coming, right? But at some point, Andy's going to have to serve a different purpose, if you know what I mean. Man, and you know? all I wanted to do was train him to sort of just stay off the bed. Right, yeah. No, that's uh, that's going to happen. No, but you, I think that you have to think about this stuff. Not necessarily zombies, but I mean, even look what's going on right now with like viruses and, yeah. you know, and just all this other stuff. Man, like it's, it's crazy. Like you have to have, you do have to have an exit plan. You don't have to be a doomsday prepper like those people you see on television where you oh, bury- where you bury like a school bus yeah, underground? Yeah, where you bury a school bus underground. And remember that movie with Brendan Fraser? Oh. Where um, Blast from the Past, yeah. where Brendan Fraser's dad was Christopher Walken, and there was a scare, a nuclear scare back in the 50s, and he took the family down to the bunker, and they had to stay down there for like 30 years, right? Oh my but God. meanwhile, like nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Brendan Fraser just came back up from underneath the bunker 30 years later, but nothing happened. There was no zombies. There was no apocalypse, nothing. They just missed 30 years living underground. Um, and so you can't be that sort of knee jerk. Like you have to be able to still go out into the world. So you have to pack clothes too. Yeah. I mean, you need something like you need, I would just pack, you know, two pairs of coveralls because really that's all that's, you're going to wear. You know, you need something you can be cool in. And you need something you can be hot in and you can fold the top of coveralls down and go bare chested on the, on the summer days and uh, do them right up to the top on the cold nights. Like you can do all that stuff. I am so not ready for this. Like you're going to need mouthwash. Mouthwash. Oh God. <laughs> hey, Drew. Thanks very much for the call, man. And for your question. We appreciate you. Later. Now, Maurice, when a zombie apocalypse happens, the the object is to just smell like nature, 
right? Like you can't <laughs> smell, like you would have to rub like dead things on you. So you blend in. So they don't smell, but you walking have around. Have you never with, watched like Walking Dead or anything like that? No, no, really? no, no, not at all. No, you would have to kill a lot of things more. Could yeah. you, oh, this is lot. so not for me. Yeah, you would have to. Could you chop his head off a zombie? No, or no. stab a zombie in the eyeball with like a, a screwdriver? I mean, a zombie is already dead, so it's not Correct. like I'm I'm deading deading it more. Yes, deadering yes. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, if 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 uh, if Frank was a zombie. Would you be able to take him out? No, I mean, somebody would have to sort of coax me into it. That would be pretty tough to do. Yeah. You know, like stand beside me going, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, can, you can kill you. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like encourage you to kill your zombie father? Kill your zombie dad? <laughs> Come on, man, just do it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, jeez, oh, I'd, I'd kill him for you. Don't worry. Like, would you kill your, your, like, if your mom was a zombie? If she was a zombie, 100% I would. Really? Yeah. So you need to have these conversations in advance. Like, mom, if you're a zombie, can I kill you? <laughs> no, it's not a matter of can. I would say, if I turn into a zombie, kill me. I don't want, I don't want that, I don't want that life for me. I don't want to be walking around looking for people to eat. It's not cool, man. I have a feeling Maury would kill Matthew. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like in private. Oh. And then when we all like meet up or whatever, we'd be like, what happened to Matthew? Yeah. Maury would say, oh no, man, he was a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would be like Blast from the Past where nobody actually turned into a zombie. It was yeah. like a false alarm, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, Matthew just had the flu. Yeah. <laughs> zombie! <laughs> <laughs> Maury still got a grinder open on his phone. <laughs> Uh, Okay, Morgan Freeman asks that. Two episodes ago, Roz talked about a different version of the Rise of Skywalker called Duel of the Fates. Mm -hmm. Would you, so now knowing the information that was available online, Roz, with the plot line and what they would have done with the story, uh, would you have preferred it over the Rise of Skywalker? I I can't say preferred it because I never actually saw the movie. This was the Colin Trevorrow uh, script and a lot of the concept art looked really cool in it. And the beginning of the story, you know, was was cool and there was one there was one thing that I saw where I was kind of like oh I would have loved to have seen that which is they treated Ray very differently in the Colin Trevorrow version of the of the movie and I don't know what the context of the scene was but one of the concept drawings yeah. was Ray dressed all in black almost like Luke's Jedi outfit Oh, nice. With like the high neck with the one part folded down. Yeah. Like Ray was in that outfit. Oh, wow. And I would have liked to have seen- That would have been cool. I would have liked to have seen that sort of transformation, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know because I never actually saw the movie. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing. I would have liked them to have made it just- to see because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. But other than that, I can't say that I would like it better because it was only, it was oh. only a script. So I have Disney Plus at home. Yeah. And this is a real thing. If anyone knows- um, how to fix the situation because from what I've seen online, there's no real way to fix it. And some of the fixes that have worked for other people has not worked for me. I went to put on New Hope the other day. Yeah. And the opening scroll yeah. is all in French. <laughs> oh, really? But the movie yeah. is in English. Interesting. When I looked online, a lot of people in Canada alone have had that problem with watching Star Wars A New Hope or any of the movies where the opening scroll is all in French, but the actual movie is still in English. Really? Yeah. Because I, I don't have Disney+. Plus. And somebody said, uh, change 
your location, um, not your location, your your language setting, your country code from Canada to English UK. But you shouldn't have to do that. And it though. should work. And that didn't work for me. Somebody else wrote on Reddit that they call Disney Plus support line. And the answer they got is that in Canada, French is the national language. So by default, any of the wording for the Star Wars movies is automatically Wait, in French. So French is not the national language. It's no, so it's dumb. not. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know because I don't have Disney Plus. That would really piss me off, though, because yeah. that really takes you out of the movie, right? It, it, I didn't yeah. watch the movie. Also, I, once, once I saw the uh, the opening scroll like that, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't. Do also, this. it's French. <laughs> what, like Jean Luke? Uh, next question. Uh, M. Piazza says this How does Dammit Maury pay his husband his half for things if he never has any money, i.e., the curtains? Oh, wow. So Good it's question. little bits at a time. Like in the home office, there's like a paper with like uh, all of the money I owe. And anytime I pay something, he takes the red pen and, you know, does the math and how, what it equals then. And then I pay a little bit, pay a little bit, and he just keeps chopping away at it. But where do you get this money? Because you're always talking oh, about like how payday. broke you are. So when I get paid on payday, I'll give him like $200, $300 or something, and yeah. then he'll minus it off. What do you do with the rest of your paycheck? I pay for other things like bills and... You know, the stuff of the money I owe the, gov the government or the bank and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Why did you just hesitate to say the government? Because you think that, like, they don't know? <laughs> what if they listen to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, like, if I pay for groceries, he'll minus his half off of what I paid for the groceries. So if I pay $100... You guys do 50-50 down the middle with everything, huh? Yeah, usually, yeah. Really? I mean, I wouldn't do it that way. What way would you do it? Like, where it's one account that we... All of our money goes into... And you just take from the pot. You right. know what I mean? Wait, so for groceries, for example, right? If you buy, I don't know, two hundred dollars worth of groceries, then what, am I rich? You have to put in a hundred bucks. He has to put in a hundred bucks. Yeah. Huh. But if I picked up groceries on the way home, because I'm starting to do this amazing thing Roz suggested, which is buy a little bit, you know, for that meal at the grocery store, because then you don't waste food. It's mm -hmm. genius. Um, so if I buy something on the way home and I spent forty dollars or something, then I'll put the receipt on his side of the kitchen island, and he'll know, okay, so Maury's already you paid 40. You guys even so the split the kitchen island? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like his it's a bed that you sleep side in? side of the kitchen island? You know, don't you all have your spot? Like he stands on one side of the island, I stand on the other side of the island, right? And I, thou shalt not pass. So, <laughs> so then you put a receipt and then you expect him to just give you 20 bucks? No, no. Then the next time if we go somewhere, like if we go for dinner, well, I paid for groceries, this one's on you. Wow, man. That's let such a you, wild way to live. Yeah, let me ask you I a question couldn't. about groceries, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys split it down the middle. What if majority of the items that you're purchasing at the grocery store are not items that you, Maury, necessarily want to eat, but oh. Matthew is saying, like, we are going to get this because it's what I like. Half the stuff in there is him, like bok choy is his. Like, I don't eat bok choy. Right. But then or at his home... juices or something. If he eats, gets a green juice. But then at home, juice. will you eat that or will you drink no, he, it? No, he'll make something for his so lunch out of bok choy. you split the food yeah. based on who paid for what? Based, We split the just down right down the middle when the total's on the screen. We just split it. Like, you know, I stand in front. I use but my like, debit. But, like, would he get he mad? Stands and he uses his debit. Wait, what? I pay on my debit. Then he stands and pays on his debit. So at the cash register, you're not ringing... Everything no. in all it. Don't look at me like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like no, a, I'll be like, okay, I'm putting $100 on this debit, and then he'll step over and pay for the rest. 
Why are you guys looking at me like like we're crazy people? I've never heard of that before. Wow. I've never heard of a couple that like goes, and maybe it happens, I don't know. But I've never heard of a couple that goes to the grocery store and then when you get to the checkout, you ring everything through and then do 50-50 on the debit. Like yeah. why not just one of you just pay for it all and then you just shoot him some money afterwards? Yeah, just see, that way you don't have to follow up later. What, because you can't be trusted? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Because <laughs> I'll never get around to it. Right. Just add it to the list. Because you're always standing pen. on your side of the kitchen counter. <laughs> <laughs> My side of the kitchen counter. That's so crazy. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. That's amazing. Um, what do okay. we get next? Sherry asks, Mocha, why do you call runners sneakers? Roz, why do you say the letter Z, Z? You are oh. both Canadian, not American. Both of those words in Canada are pronounced runners and Z. <laughs> runners. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. I've always said sneakers yeah. or shoes. Yeah. I've never called anything runners. Yeah. It's weird because if you actually want to go you know, with American terminology, uh, Americans don't call them runners or sneakers. They just call them tennis shoes, which is weird. Everything is still tennis shoes to people. Um, and I will say when it comes to Z or Z, when I, you have to understand, when I grew up, when I was going to school when I was a kid, when you learn the alphabet, we learned Z because it rhymed. Yeah. Right? XYZ. XYZ. Now yeah. I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? So growing up, right, I knew that they pronounced it Z in Canada. But in school, when you would sing, uh, you would sing and say the, the alphabet and you would say Z. Uh, and then also, I grew up in a house that had where my dad was American. So there's a lot of things that I grew up just hearing yeah. the way he would say them. And then therefore, it just sort of rubs off on you. But when I was younger, if you, if you said Z, it's it's not like you were scorned in school or anything like that. Nobody ever said anything about it. It was only years later when people started getting really particular and picky about saying Zed. And I've just now, don't say it out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've said it Z because of the, the way you learn it in the alphabet. Yeah. Oh my God. Also, side note, uh, not to talk about my kid this much, but I was so proud because... He's now learning how to do the alphabet. Oh, say the snap. alphabet. How far is he getting? Full. He get like everyone stumbles on elemental uh, B, uh, right? Uh, yeah. But he doesn't. By the time he gets to the last letter, by yeah. the time he gets a Z, he is so proud yep. and like so excited and so happy. Like I just want to cry every yeah. single time. Is that you teaching him or is that school teaching him? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah. 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 And also, there's a video that he watches where they count down uh, from 10 backwards yeah. and he's starting to do it now every time he sees the video yeah. and same thing by the time he gets to one he like looks over at me for the for the recognition and I'm like oh, oh yeah I'm like you're doing it what man do you, you're what doing do you, it what do you work on the most with him when it comes to stuff like that because school's great because he's in like preschool right yeah. so they're, that those sort of programs are great for a lot of different reasons but when you're at home like if you're going to sort of give him you know 10 minutes of learning something what do you gravitate towards uh, we do a lot of flashcards yeah yeah with uh words and letters and numbers and then on the flashcards we'll have a picture of whatever thing and we'll go through and try to teach him like what those things are yeah right yeah um, and then again we just like read a lot of books and he's starting to like recite like he's starting to memorize what some of the words are mm -hmm. and like i'll start a, a sentence and he'll like finish it yeah. oh it's the best it's when the best. when roxy was young Catherine did, did way more than i did she was very diligent with it diligent diligent with it which is whenever she would say a simple word to roxy she would say the word and immediately spell the word yeah right? oh that's good so she would be like you want to eat eat like that kind of thing oh wow. right that's a dog d-o-g 
That's cat C-A-T, right? And just, she did this over and over and over again with her. Yeah. And she would, like, she did it for a long time too. And it it helped, in, like, I can't even, I, I mean, I don't have anything to compare it to because I don't have another kid, but it helped so much with her being familiar with letters attached to words, attached to the way words sound. Yeah. Right? It was just like this whole circle of, you know, language. And uh, I know that that helped a lot. Um, I didn't do it a ton, but she did it. Uh, she did it a ton. But yeah, those, those, that's weird. a really good technique. Yeah, I yeah. Wish just, my dad did that with me. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that with you now. M a u r i e. Okay, Lisa has two questions. Number one, Roz, which do you prefer us to call you, Smooth Cool Dude or Dream Daddy Ken? You oh, got it. You have up. to pick one. Stop it. Don't complain. Stop just pick it. one. You know, we were watching TV the other night, and uh, God, I don't even know what Rox was watching. The Flash or something like that, and somebody did something. I was sitting on the couch. And I was on my phone. I was half paying attention. And then Rox was just talking about this one character and he failed miserably at something. And then Rox just casually dropped. She's like, oh man, that guy is such a smooth, cool dude. <laughs> right? And I like, and I was on my phone. I'm uh, like, I heard it. Yeah. But I didn't know what I heard. But I thought I heard that. And yeah. then I looked at her and she was just staring at me. And she looks at me and goes, what? <laughs> in your face uh, uh, yeah I, I would say that I would say that smooth cool dude is to me far more humorous than dream daddy Yo, Roz your kid is funny huh uh, yes dude she's like really really funny uh, dream daddy Roz was um it was very, it was very different because smooth, cool dude is just simply a goof. Where Dream Daddy Roz, there was like a, uh, there was a, like a sexual heat to the whole thing. Yeah, I know. like like it was, okay. it was not comfortable at times. Calm down, D O W N. Lisa, also uh, here's the the second question from Lisa: Is there yeah. anything in your home that you started to renovate and just never finished? I uh, no, I don't have things that I've started to renovate but never finished. But I will say this: that if I start doing an indoor project on uh, with something, and then all of a sudden it gets nice out, then I yeah. immediately just go gravitate towards outdoor projects. Of course, and then the indoor project will wait. Yeah, like it'll always be put on the back burner for all the outdoor projects. But do I? Generally, I mean, our office at home has been a work in progress for years now, yeah. three years. And I think that Catherine just sort of spearheaded the last remaining things that we needed for the office to take it over the finish line. So the office was, you know, is a three-year project. Yeah. Uh, and it looks dynamite now. It's like super comfortable. we got great new chairs. Uh, but that was a long one. That was a long one. Dan Mori? No, I mean, we live in a condo, but I mean, we have a list of things we want to do, but uh, the only thing we've ever renovated is the bathroom. But that was like a renovation that started and finished. Yeah, because have we Have you guys sort of had started to. anything in the condo that, uh, that has not yet been taken care of? No, I mean, we want to do the den, right? Like, we want to have this built-in wall. But there's nothing thing. sort of in progress. No, no, I no, mean, no. your curtains took forever. Oh, the curtains just arrived. Did they? The actual curtain parts. We had the rod for, like, three years. Yeah, yeah. The curtains just arrived, so I can't wait to put those up in four right. years. Maury has a TV bracket uh, for a television to go in the bedroom. And Matthew bought the, you the TV bracket for which birthday? Um, well, six years ago. Six years ago. So he has the TV. Are you sure that TVs still fit those brackets? Like no, they, but, they, but we want it's no, it won't work because we want a bigger TV, so it won't work. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so anyways, we need to do the bracket. And plus, over. the Blu-ray player is still in the box from six years ago. Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that won't work. <laughs> no, no. See, yeah. So Maury, yes, has projects. 
I mean, when we move, we've been in the house that we're in now. You haven't for, been in there for that long. No, almost a year. Yeah. Um, we, there was the, the kitchen got painted. We still want to paint. Yeah. Like there's cer- certain rooms that uh, have not yet been painted. Yeah. And it's ironic that this question comes up because Jenna and I were just talking yesterday and kind of like prioritizing, okay, we're going to paint, you know, Cruz's room next and then we're going to paint our room and then we're going to do the family room yeah. and then we're going to tackle uh, a project in the basement together. Um, so there are things in the house that uh, that I guess you could say we started because certain rooms were painted right when we moved in and then we just never got around to God, hiring painters is so expensive. Doing the rest. Yeah, I know. Hiring people to paint, it's so expensive. Th- th- I think we're going to do the other rooms, we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah, you should. Let me yeah. read you Let me read you this question because I was going through these last night and Catherine was actually in the room with me in the, in the, in the kitchen on her side of the island and I asked her um, this question. It's from Tommy T and he asks, what is the one little thing you and your partner argue about most? And... So I said to Catherine, I was like, hey, what's now that you're here, what's the one little thing that you and I argue about the most? And she had said immediately, eating vegetables. Huh? Because I don't eat enough vegetables. Uh-huh. So, but that's not really an argument, right? And I was like, we don't really argue. But then I was like, okay, let me change the question. And I'm going to go off Tommy T's question here. And I'll, I'll ask it to, to both of you guys because I think that I came up with a much better question. Which is oh, in your face, Tommy what <laughs> are what are the little things about your partner that drive you crazy but are in no way a deal breaker? Oh. <laughs> Easy. Easy? <laughs> yeah, let me sit down. Okay, good. See, I knew that this was the question, right? Let me sit down. Okay. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Anytime I am telling a story or talking about anything. Yes. I get interrupted right. almost immediately. Yeah. Or she will start asking questions. Well, did you do this? Did you say, and did you ask? Yeah. And I'm like, babe, I'm telling the story. <laughs> yeah. All these questions that you're asking me, yeah. they yeah. will be answered when yeah. I'm wrapped up the story. <laughs> right? Ah, and same. sometimes same. I'll be telling a story and the interruptions will happen and I won't even get to finish my story yeah. because she'll just start talking and then we start talking about something else. Yeah, same. Right? 100% same. Next. Next. <laughs> but again, no way a deal breaker. Not a deal no. breaker at all. No. No. Next. Dishes that don't go in the dishwasher will hand wash, obviously. Yeah. yeah. If I have like, I don't know, a Tupperware lid that I washed and I set aside and if we're doing the dishes together and she'll be drying the dishes. Yeah. Uh, if she gets to that Tupperware lid and maybe like in the crease there's like a little bit of food still left, she'll be like... You know, there's a little piece of food in here. You got to wash it again, Yeah. right? If I put like one of the pots and pans or like a frying pan, if I put it where it's supposed to go, in her eyes where it's supposed to go, if I don't put it there, right? Maybe it's off to the side or whatever. Like it doesn't go there, it goes here. Yeah, I know. You know, I know what you mean. I I know, yeah. Meanwhile, if I'm drying the dishes and if there's like a little thing like left there that's not going to kill us, I'll just like pick it off with my finger or just like, Use a towel or just get rid of it and not say anything. Yes. I, I, I'm fully with you on that. I'm fully with you on that. Um, Catherine, I will say, does this. And I'm, there's a million things. If she were here, she would say there's a million things that I do that drive her nuts, but are in no way a deal breaker. I will say this. The one thing that Catherine does is she makes executive decisions when she's going to the grocery store. So she will say, and yeah. I always tell her, don't make executive decisions when you go to the grocery store. She will say, hey, what do you need? Uh-huh. And I will be very specific 
Okay. Right? Like very specific. I will say that I need two large chicken breasts because mm-hmm. I'm going to do this thing. And then what she will do is she will come back with like a package of the thin chicken fillets that are in that pack where there's like six of them and be like, I thought that these would be better. Right? And I'm like, but I specifically said two large, the biggest you can find chicken breasts, not six fillets that are all laid out where I can't really do the thing that I want to do with those. Or I will say, get me a package of this and she'll come home and she'll be like, hey, this looked cool. So I thought we could try it. And I'm like, no, I specifically said I needed this. Right? Yeah. Like she makes these executive decisions at the grocery store when I am very specific with what I need. And then when I go through the bags, I'm like, hey, babes, where's that thing? She's like, well, it's that. And I'm like, that is so not in any way what I wanted. And her answer is, it's the same thing. Oh. Right? <laughs> so that that is what drives me nuts. Also, and I know they've said this before, is that my stuff drives her crazy, more crazy than anything else in the house. And I can't help but take it personally. If she comes into the house and the house is a mess because we've been busy and there's dishes on the counter, my coat's on the back of the chair, her coat's on the back of the chair, there's cat toys everywhere, the couch cushions are a mess, everything, right? Like if the house is a disaster, she will walk through the mess over to the table, close my computer, take my computer off the kitchen table and put it in the holder where we keep them. Because because it drove her nuts. And I'm like, you only clean up my mess, right? Like my mess is the only, my computer was doing nothing. I was actually on it. But when you came home, I was going pee, right? And then I come back out and everything is still a disaster except my computer's gone because that's suddenly the big problem right? My computer being out is disgusting. Like that's what's ruining everything in the house. Meanwhile, everything else is a disaster, but she only cleans up my stuff. Everything can be like a mess. Upside down. Everything can be upside down. And then I'll go to leave for work the next morning. And I'm like, where's my bag? My backpack that I bring with me every day. Right. And I'm like, where the hell's my bag? And then I have to go and walk down the hall, everything else. And it's in the closet. And I'm like, the only thing that was put away hidden aka yeah. in all of the mess is my stuff right there are five coats on the back of the chairs i'm gonna look for my coat in the morning where the hell's my coat i gotta find my keys everything else my coat is the only one that winds up back in the closet <laughs> nobody else's does like my stuff is the stuff that drives her crazy damn bro maybe right? she don't like you yeah i know Tell me about it. <laughs> she got no choice damn Mari. i have a list here Oh, list. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. The thing that he, that drive, okay. So it takes, even if we're going to down to pick up a package from the concierge, yeah. he has to do his hair, fix his shirt, stand in front of the mirror for 10 minutes, oh, God. you know, make sure his hair is okay. Go back, put more product in. Maybe I'm going to wear a hat. I'm like, dude, we're just going down to pick up a package yeah. or we're going to, down to the cage where no one's going to see us to go and get something. Hold on, what's from the, ca- the, the cage? The storage, the storage oh, locker. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You, have, you have to be specific when you say... <laughs> <laughs> that he wants to make sure he looks good before you guys go down to the cage. <laughs> so that... Listen, I know it's a podcast and everything. We kind of yeah. like really talk about stuff, but <laughs> when you're getting so, that detailed, you got to give some warning. If I'm lying in bed at night and I'm like almost fully asleep, yeah. he'll come in and he'll start fixing the covers and moving the covers and yanking them to his side and folding them and stuff so it's good for when he's ready to go to bed. In the meantime, he's completely woken me up right. because he needs to fix the covers. He does this every night and it drives me absolutely insane. Okay. I'm like, dude, stop. He goes, yeah, but the covers have to look good for when I get to bed. Right, okay. So that drives you. me nuts, okay? The shoes have to always be perfect in front of the door 
And if I come in, I just take my shoes off and whatever. He like he has to go and fix the shoes, right. and that's a whole discussion. My towel, when I hang it, because he doesn't let me hang my towel in the bathroom. He, uh, my <laughs> towel has to be because uh, he says it stinks too much. So I have to put oh, no. it behind the chair in the dining room, and it has to be done just perfectly. Right, right. So that um, wow. I can't follow. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. So you get out of the shower. Yeah. You dry off. You dry off. You do your thing. You put your clothes on. And now I have to hang the towel. And then out you in the bring room. the towel out from the bathroom and hang it over a chair where you eat dinner at? Yeah, so that it dries out in the open. On your side of the kitchen counter or on his? <laughs> on my side. On your side only, okay? And if I follow, if I'm watch, if we're watching TV and I start dozing off or whatever, yeah. he'll slug me and be like, we don't sleep during shows. Yeah, I, I know. Kathy gets that mad drives me nuts. I'm like, asleep. who cares? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not hurting you in any way. <laughs> like, I'm not bothering you in any way. But Catherine gets pissed at me when I fall asleep watching shows because I will be the one that fought to watch that show. Uh, right? So she'll be like, oh, God, no, okay, but put it on. If it's a show that we're watching together, but if he falls asleep and I wake him, it's a problem. Yeah. But if I fall asleep, he'll slug me and be like, then why are we watching this? Right, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I would say that I sleep on the couch way too many times, though. I sleep on the I, I, I sleep on the couch. I spend a lot of time on the couch falling asleep where Catherine wakes up the next morning. She's like, you didn't come to bed, did you? And I'm like, of course I did. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm wearing skinny jeans still. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like there's a giant, there's a giant like, like valley in the couch cushions from where 200 pounds just spent eight hours, you know, like right there. <laughs> no. Sweat marks on the pillows. Uh, yeah, I spend, I fall asleep on the couch way, oh, I'm not, I'm not way done too yet. often. One more. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm not done. Oh, this yeah. is so cathartic. Um, is that the right word? Yeah. Um, Do you want but, us to get Matthew on the phone? You can tell him all this stuff or no? No, no, he's very busy. Okay. Um, sure? <laughs> no, 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 don't. Okay. No, 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 don't. What do you, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not going to talk. No? No, I'm good. I'm not, no, I have nothing to say now. Okay. Okay, so anytime we go to HomeSense <laughs> or any other store, does your yeah. partners do this too where they have to touch every damn thing on the shelves? They have to look at everything and touch everything? I stay in the car on those trips. Really? Yeah. Oh. Wait, what do you mean touch everything? Like we'll be, we'll arrive. He's like, I specifically need this particular item. But we'll go in and he has to go up and down every aisle and look at every dish and touch every yeah. plate and where was this made? And I'm like, you got to be kidding right. me. I'll give you I'll give you a tip here. You know, when it's, if you're together and your partner really wants to go to like HomeSense, right? Or in, they really want to go to Home Depot or whatever it is. When one person doesn't want to be there, but yet you both go inside, the person who really does want to be there feels pressured to hurry the hell up, mm -hmm. okay? And it's not an enjoyable experience. You don't get to touch all the things you want to touch. You don't get to look around. You don't get to, to go in this aisle and be like, okay, well, this thing's this price and then go to the other aisle to see how much, you know, the, the other sort of thing is that you need. It's an unenjoyable experience. So if we have to stop at like HomeSense or whatever it is, and if Catherine like really wants to go in, because I know she you know wants sheets or a pillow or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And if I have no interest in it, I'm like, hey, I'm going to hang back, okay? And she's like, totally fine. And then she goes in and does her thing. If we go to Home Depot and she doesn't want to go in or Roxy doesn't want to go in, I'm like, you want to stay here? She's like, hell yeah, I'll stay here. See, that they, doesn't they just, work for, if I say, I tried that once, you'll yeah. be like, then I'll find a man that does. Oh, oh wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, no, because I don't want to, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to fall, unless you need my help. Like, if you legitimately need my help, I'll be there for you. Yeah. But if you just want to go in to browse to see if they have things, you don't need me, you don't need me there. And I don't need you to feel pressured to sort of hurry up with your experience. I'm fine. No, I don't. I can pressure. Be, I can be in a car for 15 minutes by myself, no problem. I I'll got go the radio, to the chair you got your section. phone. I'll go to the chair section and just sit on the chair and wait. 
Oh my god. <laughs> You're like You the- should try the next time, right? <laughs> Just to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it like to be, you know, to be a jerk, but like if you go to let's say HomeSense, mm-hmm. right? And Matthew and once you get there, because you drive, if you say, hey, listen, I'm just going to hang out here for a bit. You go inside, have fun, like take as much time as you need and just see what he says. Then he'll sit in the car going, fine, then we'll go home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pettiness. <laughs> Which oh, he's wow. like, I'm like, okay, there's a part of me that's like, clearly he wants to do things together, but then we'll go in and I'm just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. You know, so I'll just Yo, go. Next time he pulls that, that, that line on you, okay, fine, we'll just go home. Yeah. You should just start the car and start driving back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be like, whoo, I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> but uh, when I was sitting in the chair section, there was some, um, some guy that walked by. He's like, oh, husband waiting section, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you'll see Ask Razamoka. That is where you ask your question. And uh, just like Drew earlier in the podcast, we will get one of you to join us to ask your question on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.